Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's going on, weirdos? I'm excited about this. Kulop. Kulop came in. One of my faves. I, I did uh, an episode of her part, uh, podcast, Who Charted, and it was very exciting. And then I was like, you got to come in and make it weird. And she did. And she made it weird. And it's fantastic. Uh, so let's get the housekeeping out of the way. New t-shirts are up and available at youmadeitweird.com. There's also stickers if you're sticky nasty. It's a great way and a direct way to support the show. Uh, just go to youmadeitweird.com. We also uh, have the Facebook page, facebook.com, regular slash youmadeitweird. You can email the show, weird at nerdist.com. Uh, no matter how many times I say that, people are always tweeting at me, what's the email to email the show or me, weird at nerdist.com. There it is. Boom. Uh, we got some tour dates, which are going to be great. I'm very excited about the tour. Uh, we got new dates added. We got Boston, New York, St. Louis, uh, Nashville. So here they are real fast. July 19 through 21, if you're listening to this today, it came out. I'm in New Jersey for the Stress Factory through the weekend. Please come out to that. Want to see some New Jersey, New York weirdos. That'll be great. July 25 through 28, I'll be in Montreal for the Just for Last Festival. Live, you made it weird on that Thursday. Uh, that's going to be awesome. August 2 through 5, Hilarities at Cleveland, Ohio. September 6 through 8, Stand Up Scottsdale in Scottsdale, Arizona. September 13th, The Firebird, One Night, St. Louis, Missouri. September 14 and 15, back in Chicago for the Lincoln Lodge. September 24 through 30, Just for Laughs in Toronto. We're going to be doing a You Made It Weird Live there as well, uh, Canadian Weirdos. October 11 through 13, Skyline Comedy Cafe in Appleton, Wisconsin. New, November 16th, The High Watt in Nashville, Tennessee. November 24th, back home in Boston for the Paradise Rock Club. One night, November 24th. Uh, let's see some hometown weirdos there, I hope. December 5 through 8, Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. We finally rescheduled Helium. It's supposed to be great. Can't wait to go. Kyle was just there, said it was awesome. December 21st, Gramercy Theater, back in New York City. One night to do uh, stand-up. Not a live uh, You Made It Weird, but to do a uh, full stand-up show. I hope you can make it to that as well. The sponsor for this show is Comedy Bang Bang. It's every Friday at 10, 9 central on IFC with my friend Scott Ackerman. It's an absurd half-hour comedy show that only kind of looks like a talk show with Scott. Band is Reggie Watts, who did the theme to this show. Amazing guests. They got like Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, Seth Rogen. And this Friday, the guest is Ed Helms. Helms is a, a banjo player, which I didn't know. He also makes really good animal noises, apparently. These are skills that he unveils on the show. The infamous Daredevil uh, Le- Level Knievel? That's what it says. Level Knievel. Not evil. Level Knievel. That's probably how you say it, not level. Level. Plays, uh, pays Scott a visit and performs. You can tell I'm reading this, but it is a great show. Uh, special guest, Owen Burke. Uh, Susanna Hoffs, Seth Morris, Jimmy Pardo, Harris Whittles. Some of these people have made it weird. These are fantastic guests. It is a great show. I've seen it. I love it. It's on every Friday at 10, 9 Central on IFC. Also, while you're in the neighborhood, check out Kurt Brunneller's show. That's also on IFC. It's called Bunk. It's hilarious. Support our fellow weirdo, Kurt Brunneller. Uh, that's it, guys. Enjoy Cool Up. Enjoy your weekend. Stay crispy. Goodbye. Did you get your 7-Eleven brand coffee? We should really be brought to you by 7-Eleven brand coffee. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you are the weirdest. <laughs> why are you? Why? The- I'm no. who I am. No, why- Wait, do you know? What the fuck? 
Oh, look, you can still get reminders if your phone's on plane mode. I didn't know that. Don't forget to send in your Laugh Factory avails. Not, no. No. Don't forget. I won't. Let's look at my last couple. (laughs) Here's my last couple reminders. Can we do this? Yes, please. Laugh with Kurt about NPR. No. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you need to be reminded? (laughs) Because I heard Kurt Brownoler on NPR, and then I was like, when am I going to see him? And I knew we were going to be in the same place, so I I set a reminder, and I I did. did. I'm checking it off now. But you're saying it's so cute. You're not just like, hey, tell him I heard it. You're like, laugh with him about it. Laugh with Kurt. You can say, laugh with Kurt. about. But then that's aggressively nerdy about NPR. (laughs) Hang with Kumail. That's I have a reminder to hang with a friend, take medicine. Oh, <laughs> that should maybe move that one up, huh? Move that to number one. Bump it up. Bump that up. Bump up the medicine. <laughs> Call Thune and ADR. The last one's a showbiz one. Oh, do you oh. know? Do you know what ADR is? <laughs> so condescending. Do wow. you know? Wow. Do you know what a television is? I do. You do? I do. I saw a television on the lawn outside, and I thought we should, you and I, Kulop, should start a television company called Discarded Television. <laughs> An audible sigh from Katie, who seems uh, behind the eight ball. Are you behind the eight ball, Katie? I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means? We grew up in different generations. How, how much younger? She's 19. No. She's 16. Wow. She's 15 years old. <gasps> do you have your period? She hasn't yet had her period. Oh, when your moon time comes and your womanhood unfurls. When did you get your huh? period? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> we don't have to start with period. What? Although this could be the first interview where the first question is, when did you get your period? Where were you? Where was I? It's a we- The period periods are weird. There, it's a weird thing in the world. Yes. Women, yes, so clean and flowery, also they are spa- not spouting though. blood. They are not that. And clean. we all we all shut that out of our brains a lot, a lot. We do. It doesn't bother me. I'm not like a period period periodophobic. I hope not. Well, why would I be? Yeah, you want a lady to be in your life. You don't. You don't want to say go away for her. No, I'm not a Levitical rabbi. <laughs> That's a weird reference. Levitical rabbi. I don't know anything about In the that. book of Leviticus. I... Actually, I believe it's in the book of Exodus. Sorry. Okay. I should have said an Exodus. Donian. Exodonian. Rabbi. I'm not an X-man. Yes. I'm not Beast. And you know why they called him Beast? Because he wouldn't fuck his girlfriend on the rag. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I just looked at a... Two, I'm in the room with two civilized ladies, and we, we pictured Beast having sex with his girlfriend. Probably, yeah. uh, which one? The uh, Rogue? Bonnie. Rogue. What, was, she, was he with Rogue? He was with, uh, he was with uh, old uh, blue, blue-bodied change-em-up. Blue- <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think of her name? Raven. <laughs> old blue-bodied change-em-up. Played amazingly by Rebecca Romaine. Yes. The in fact, the movie. Why can't I think of her name? Blue, uh, Raven Dark Mystique. Home. Mystique. Yes. Mystique. Yes. It sounds like a fragrance. I prefer Blue Body. Change him up. <laughs> I didn't find her that hot. You know why? Why? The hair. She looked like Don Trump. I call oh, him you're, Don. You're so casual with him. Yeah. Hang with Kumail. Reminder. <laughs> hang with Don Trump. Reminder. When did you get your period? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What makes? Well, maybe they just had it on. It's not really a spoiler. It'd be a weird spoiler. What? That I have my period. Hmm. <laughs> No, that on uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I almost died on uh, on the television show Midman. Yes, Midman. Midman. Uh, I was just thinking about that when you asked me had about my period. Yeah, and that was one of the first times on a television. show. Look, if that upsets you, recalibrate what upsets you. 
How, yeah, come that, on, guys. That's not a spoiler. I refuse that that's a spoiler. You're a fucking psychopath that lives in a van if you're like, Sally Draper had her period? Fuck you, spoiler alert! It's been, what, two weeks? Yeah, and also who's You know what? I'll get back on this. I, I'll go berserk. I, I believe you will. I saw you attack that bicycle downstairs. I did attack that bicycle. You're the funnest. You came in and there was a bicycle and you jumped up and down giddy style and got on a bicycle and almost rode it out of the shop. Yeah. Out of this shop that we're in. Finders keepers. Losers. Weep- Has that ever worked? Weepers? Is that how you're going to say it? Weepers? Yeah, yeah. Add a- oh, oh, weepers. <laughs> weepers. <laughs> Windshield weepers. <laughs> oh, I see. Like, if you're ever in a car and you want to pretend that you're an alien visiting Earth, just go, what the, how are we going to drive in this? Oh, I see. You have windshield weepers. <laughs> like he almost gets it. Oh, I forgot you have windshield weepers. And then, and, then, and then just like lick a clock. Is this what you do with clocks? He doesn't know what to do. So many, so many, so many irons in the fire already. This is why I wanted to have you on the show because you're a true delight. This is Kulop, Thank everybody, you. by the way. Thank you for saying What's your last name? Vli Sock. Okay, now that we're done meditating, what's your last name? Eliza! <laughs> She's high-fiving me. She's high-fiving my arrogance. High-five my... It did hurt a little bit. Well, I'm strong. Well, you are strong. V-Li. Suck. Give me the v- blood, V-Li. Up high. Up high. Okay. Uh, how many jokes can we do about your name? V-Li suck? Yeah, V-Li put a sock in it. V-Li put a sock in it. Uh, Ooh. I, I, I Googled Kulop. <laughs> you did? Nothing. Nothing. It said that there are Papua New Guinea sculpture called kulaps, that they that they scatter kulaps about for a festival. There, there uh, was a <laughs> there was a tropical storm named Kulap a couple of years ago. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to offend anybody, so they pick <laughs> they, they pick a name no one has. Uh, tropical storm uh, Rebecca. Hey, <laughs> tropical storm Kulap. Oh, that's cool. Somebody said my name. Ah, <laughs> validation. You're real. So a lot of white people <laughs> like me asking what flavor Asian you are. Yeah. Mm. Lao. Mainly Lao. Lao? Yeah. Mm. From Laos. Ah. Laos. Yes. Mm. Ooh, right by Thailand? Ah. In the middle between Thailand and Vietnam? Oh, <gasps> I am not good with geography. That's fine. I was thinking about this today. Hmm. If you wanted to embarrass me, just, you know, 50 states, name them. How many do you think you could do? You, I'm going to start throwing in some capitals. I'm going to be like, Albany. You know what I mean? Like, the state of Albany. You can do five? Oh sure, you can do. Well, you travel. There's no. You can do. I could name the now. I could probably do the fifty states. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't draw it on a map. Oh, who's asking you to do that? I, I would couldn't. Never. I couldn't find. Based even with your description, show me a blank Asia. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you a man labeling China as Lao. Although China, China looks like a witch on a broom. Have you ever noticed that? I have not. Now that's mm. all I'm going to see. Okay. Period. I got to write down. Got period. 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 There will be blood. Mm. Well, that's funny. <laughs> Sometimes don't don't say a joke. Say the ingredients of a joke. Period. There will be blood. Give me the blood, V-Li. Remember? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Blood. blood. When? When did I have it? Uh, yes. Ugh. I didn't. I don't. I. Mm. Come on. Look at you're you. in Lao. <laughs> I'm you're, not in Laos. In, you're in the flower market in Laos. <laughs> Okay, if I'm picturing this, if I'm picturing this correctly, there's okay. dragons in the sky, right? Not like the obviously not like the European dragons. No, the ones no, that no. Are more like serpent-like. Yeah, more serpent-like. Mm-hmm. More, uh, and then uh, there's always the mischievous one. It's like, hello, you know what I mean? He talks like that. He's like, if you want to see your family again, you know that one. Yeah, the one that kind of gets it. You're. <laughs> 
I know it's silly that I'm a dragon. He's got that grin on his face. And on the Chinese calendar, my brother's a dragon. I'm the goat. You're a goat. I'm a goat. I'm a monkey. Hmm. But what are you on the calendar up high? Hi, so many standard jokes, but they're standard because they're so fun. Yes. You know what one I'll never get tired of? What? Why don't you put on what you're really going to wear for the show? I love that joke. I never get tired of that joke. People make that joke too much. I was just at, uh, at, uh, at uh, a Conan taping. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Miller did Conan. There were guys backstage wearing like silver bodysuits, and, and I can't. I, it's who I am. It's who I am. I can't not say. Why don't you put on what you're gonna wear for the show now? Why don't you guys throw on your costumes? I know they've heard it before. Uh, because it's a classic. It's so funny. I don't get mad when old people offer me oatmeal cookies. Sometimes things are done over and over because they're great. Wait. Have some tea in a Werther's original. <laughs> Your mother's so... happen all the time. Old people offering me... They're just willy-nilly yeah. tossing yeah, yeah. oatmeal at you. Well, you know, I go over young boys' houses and then we throw uh, snowballs <laughs> at each other and then they're like, get in here, I have hot oatmeal cookies. This That might have been the nap Wait, I took earlier. You go... <laughs> Back up here. You go to a lot of young boys' houses. Yeah. And then yeah. their grandparents yeah. uh-huh. ask you to mm-hmm. come on in. Yep. And I, in this scenario, I'm not a grown man, though. I'm also a young boy. <laughs> if I were a grown man, that would be weird. That, they'd be like, can you help us with the pilot light? Because we're trying to make cookies for the boy you're playing with. You know, I'm, I'd be conflicted throwing a snowball at a young boy. That's me. Well, <laughs> depending on the young boy. What if he's a little shit? Oh. And it's a snowball. It's not like... Young Hitler. Oh wow! <laughs> people, are, people always jump to young Hitler. He's got like a crustache, but in the Hitler style, he's just—it's just kind of coming in. You kind of feel bad for him. You're like, I see what you're going for, little lady. You call him eighty. <laughs> I'm sure if someone called him eighty at some point. I mean, maybe he wouldn't have been the way he was if someone did. Well, bring that's what down people like say. That. They say, "Would you? Would you kill? Would you kill baby? Like, would uh, you kill Mary or fuck that baby? What? <laughs> <laughs> Kill him by fucking? Oh. oh two birds, one stone. stone. Two, gr- two birds, one bone? Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. 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 The mischievous <laughs> dragon? Oh. You answered my riddle. Let <laughs> his family out. Like he's always doing something terrible. If you want us to stop raping your... Okay, I'm not even going to finish that one. That one was too terrible. But, it, but the point is that it was terrible. Okay, where were we? Oh, fire. Uh, fire. Uh, would you kill... Nobody's there. Yeah. I gestured to the window somewhere. I know, and I thought maybe there was bachelors that would get me walking through. You, would you like to meet the bachelors? <laughs> well, several bachelors are here to win, win your I'm hand. Gonna, I'm going to answer you very seriously, mm. very when, truthfully. With this question. Yeah. Well, if I sent you back in time, okay. and there's, there's eight-year-old little Adolf Hitler. Mm. He's got the crustache going. He's trying. <clears throat> and uh, you know, Tiller, do you kill him or do you try and change him? <laughs> do I try to mother him? Yeah, do you go like, hey, aren't different people neato? <laughs> like sing a little song that gets in his head and he's like, I was going to do something but this song in my head. And I would have changed <laughs> him, him later. the power of me having changed the course of history simply by my dance and song. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm picturing you dressed as the mischievous dragon. Too. Fine. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to picture that most of the you time. You know what? That's worth yeah. what those Jews being alive now. That, oh, boy. Wow. This hot tub just got real weird. That's worth it. I would be willing it to wasn't, do that it for was, those Jews. And, and, and uh, lots and lots of uh, Armenians. and yes. uh, or Not Armenians. Russians died in the war and handicapped people and gay people. And, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll put on that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put on that costume. I want you to know the different groups that you're saving. 
<laughs> in this ridiculous scenario. See, this is how we know that it's gotten weird. We always go into the sub. I always go by my body chemistry. It changes. It's like you know when you crack a glow stick. Yes, that's what happens. Why did I say that so strongly? What, what, like yes, oh, of I, course I know what that's like. I thought you meant the Jews part. That's that's what cracked my glow stick when you went. I'd save those Jews, and I'm like, how do I help cool off here? <laughs> Because you got hot too. <laughs> Crack your glow stick. That's Crack the perfect. Glow stick. Because look, what do we do? Green lights, and we go through the problem. And now on the other side, we have this fun phrase for for when you feel awkward. You go, oh, I just cracked my own glow stick. You know what I mean? Is that your dad, the Polak? Oh no, I just cracked my own glow stick. You know what I'm saying? And then I think, but then the light comes out. I think oh. I think this is a great a great scenario that you just yes, it's a positive. That's true. Here, let's say, let's get period, let's get your period out of the way. Mm. Right. <laughs> oh, God, you're married to Scott Ackerman. It's true. So the whole time I'm going to be picturing, Ackerman! Inside of me? <laughs> no, wow. You will take it into the end zone and do your cool up dance. Uh, 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 uh. Whoa, she did it. It's mm. a podcast and you still did it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I refuse. Not to move around. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I've noticed that about you. Yeah. Well, let's back it up. First of all, okay. I did your podcast, The Who Who Has Hit the Charts This Week, with Howard Kramer. <laughs> Who tried it with Howard Kramer, yes. Windshield wipers. <laughs> oh, I see you have windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> if you're picturing it correctly, he's in a trench coat. He's tall, like Stephen Merchant tall. Uh-huh. And he's got the trench coat button all the way to the top. And he goes, oh, I see you have windshield wipers. That's is it, how is he tall him. because it's two aliens on top? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. And the bottom one goes, it's wipers. Damn it. <laughs> I knew I should have been the head mouth. He calls it the head mouth. Head mouth. So I did your show, Who Charted? Yes. With Howard Kramer. And, and you were up. a fantastic guest. Well, come on. <laughs> I'll continue. <laughs> yes, please. Back that cookie truck up. I don't know what that means. I mean, like, I want more cookies. Yeah, so I got keep, that. Keep it was unloading pretty clear. Them. Keep, it was oh. really clear. Well, thanks for not cracking my glow stick just then. Make maxims. Make expressions. Live life. If you see a bike, get on it and pretend to ride it. That seems to be your philosophy. See that? Uh-huh. See, we got along right away because we're two silly goofs. Yeah. You go into like an old timey diner and you go, "Give me the silly goof," and they give you two scoops, and you know we're we're each one of those scoops because yeah. we're silly goofies, mm-hmm. silly goofies, and people yeah. were concerned that our laughter would cause the end of the, t- the Mayan calendar. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Nibiru would return to our right, orbit. Right, right. It's and, the, end end of, the end of the world as we know it. Right. But what ended up happening was a delightful, uh, lovely podcast. And then That's I said right. you had to come in, and come into uh, my podcast. Also, I don't know if we want to get into the weird uh, spiritual region immediately, but it. What do you remember the conversation we had off mic before I'm the Who Charted sure. podcast? I, I'll jog your memory. Yeah. We were talking about, remember I was talking to you about astral projection, remember? Yes. Okay, so astral projection is this idea that you can leave your body. It's an out-of-body experience that you will, okay? Now, I can't live in a world where that's not interesting, where people are like, I do this. Like, yeah. there are, like, thousands and thousands of people that are like, yeah, I do that all the time. On a rainy a Sunday, I have yeah. nothing to do. I'll sit in my armchair, Katie. I'll sit in my armchair. I'll meditate and leave my body and dance around in the sky. <laughs> And there are people that hear that and go, okay, it's probably stupid. Okay, yeah, probably probably not true. Let's let's take it's probably not true. But they sure think it's true, these thousands of people that get yeah. together and well, talk about it. Our my, our engineer, Cody. And your engineer, Cody. And I was going to have Cody on the program. Yeah. But then I was like, wow, huh? But then 
do people do that? But then I was thinking about how casually you and I were talking about lucid dreaming. Yep. And I've been thinking about that recently. Mm. And I didn't really realize that most people don't. Don't That's lucid dream. That's how regular I, Lee, I, you I do, do it. it. Oh, okay. So you are a big so, lucid dreamer. Yeah. Every night? Yours seem to be more positive, though. What are you doing? Well, usually I'm in, it gets to be almost a nightmare quality. Not all the time. Yeah. Because you were describing, Eva, sometimes Let's, you're like, oh, I'm lucid dreaming. Oh, God, look, definitely that's not my, that's not my bed or that's right, right, something right. off. Let's, let me go find a girl to fuck. Is that what, how you I, I, I always say that. I never do that, actually. Oh, okay. I never have sex in my dreams. It's weird. You never It do? always falls apart. It's too complicated. I don't understand really? how people are doing it. If you really broke it down, can you, like, you have to have a pretty vivid imagination to, to hold in place the details of another person while you're having sex with them. You know what I'm saying? Dream, dreams are dream, dreams are transient. They're falling yeah. apart. Yeah. It's hard. If you're really good and if you're really looking around your dreams, you'll notice shit is moving. And let, First of all, let's get this out of the way. Lucid dreaming means being aware that you're dreaming. And then you yeah. get to the po- part where you can kind of control what you do. Right. I did it from a very young age where I would be getting chased in a nightmare, mm-hmm. maybe like what you're saying. And I would go, cut. I'd yell, cut. I'd be like, hold on. Yeah. And like hordes of orcs that were storming towards me. I'd go, great job. Very scary. Very scary. (laughs) You with the seagull in your mouth, especially you. You were terrifying. I'm going to fly away. And I'd fly away like Neo in the second underrated Matrix film. (laughs) The reloaded one. (laughs) Wait, what's the one where they're having the underground rave? Well, that's also the underrated one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and check end, mate. You know what the what the what most DVD players are equipped with? The next chapter button. <laughs> Go ahead and skip that. You skip uh, fucking Neo and Trinity dry humping in an upside down U. You know what I'm saying? Let's have them fucking a nativity scene with the holes on their back. They're fucking filled with that gruel that they eat. What's his cum taste like if that's all he's eating? That fucking weird matrix gruel. I'll tell you what. what? That ma- weird yeah, matrix gruel. Just... <laughs> well, that's how they have so much of it. it just... Oh, it just comes right yeah. through you. Gross, 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 gross. My fault. I cracked my own glow stick on that one. <laughs> that sounds like a youth. So you can do a this. Youth. A youth. Who has time? You don't have time to say you Who has time? Who has time? Who? When Wait, she- can you really hear my chair as I'm? Because I can't say. It's still. part of it. You know, people okay. when you listen to these when they you listen to these podcasts when I listen to your you know who charted or whatever, I, I guarantee people are picturing it wrong. You know what I mean? So I kind of like to leave in these clues. What oh. kind of ch- what kind of chair am I sitting in? Right. Yeah. A shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd think the Nerdist Empire would get us. The empire. A little little more comfortable. Uh, Okay, so you can lucid dream. So you can control dreams. Tell tell me about yours. But similarly to oftentimes it's like it's usually scary where I'm being – it could be I'm being chased by some killer with a gun. And when he corners me, I've had – I've had the wherewithal to go many different ways. I could kick myself awake. What is that? Because I'm so scared. I literally can kick myself out of the dream. And oh, you up. you aware of your physical yeah. body? Go. I'd like to get out of this. Yes. Now. Yes. If I get scared, I can. Isn't that the worst? When that can I stop you there? When that doesn't work, you know what I mean? Where you go like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, and you're just like, your body's like, nope. I haven't had it where I. You always work. Yeah, you but I don't work. always kick it. It's if it's so intense. Now it, what it's I really intense that then it's like you know it's better. I think. Not better. Tell me what the other things you do are, and I'll tell you. Oh, it's 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 similar to you going cut. Yeah, and it's like let's redo it. 
Yeah. And it'll start back to one yep. in a way. And then usually it does end up with me flying yep. out. And then that sense of freedom when you're flying. When I wake up, I'm like, I fly. Like, yeah. I actually fly. This is real. Well, let's see. There you go. That's Forget astral projection, which I think is a next level thing. Dreaming that you're flying is the coolest. In fact, it often wakes you up because it elevates your heart rate. Yeah. It's very, very difficult to do something like fucking or flying. Those things are going to wake you up. Uh, that's why when I lucid dream, I try and do something very asinine. That'll make it that'll make it last much longer. Look, either this is going to interest the listeners or not. Yeah. If I was listening, I'd be on the edge of my you know upside down you fucking trinity. That's where I would be because I'm I like so that into you've this. owned it. Yeah, I'm I'm Neo. You're taking it. Yeah. I uh, recently I had a, a lucid dream where I was, I was walking around. And it always kind of starts in something some version of my apartment. I went through a wall and I actually said to myself, I was like, "Is this astral projection?" I said that because I wasn't sure. It wasn't. You know how I know is because I went through a wall and it was thin. It was like a video game wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go through – like if there's a – Oh, because prob- it's your apartment. That's why you thought maybe it would – okay, yeah. Because, I, I, yeah, I, well, it started in my bedroom and then I was like, oh, I think I did it. I literally – I think I said I was like, I did it. I'm like outside of my body. I'm having an out-of-body experience. And then I tried to go through a wall and it worked just exactly how you'd imagine. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that well put actually? I'm going to say because it was how I would imagine it. Yeah. Like it kind of feels warm like, like when you put your arm in. It's very cliche. Yeah. It was very hack going through the wall but then when I, I tried to go in between the wall so I'd see the drywall in between and I didn't now this is why oh. do you hear these details this is why I didn't want to have Cody yeah on the podcast because whenever I've talked to somebody that uh, that says they have astral projected or whatever I, they don't satisfy me yeah so, like I, I don't I wouldn't believe them if they told me they had eaten a strawberry and I'm not putting down because Cody. how they tell it? How people talk about most things. Half the time I'm like, are you, is this real? Are yeah. you, you're not convincing me. Because he was like, yeah, I flew to the moon and look, I don't, I'm not shitting on Cody. Yeah. But I was like, what, what? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking and, for and those. And the way that you're describing in detail, you're very, you're being very sensory. I, and I'm being uh, objective. I'm, yes, I'm testing are. it. That's true. And that's what I'd want to do. And that's why I think I'd be a good astral projector. Because I'd be like, <laughs> is this bullshit? And it's not that I believe me. I don't want it to be bullshit. Can you imagine if we could? Would you do it? Would you be too scared? If I could, I would gonna... try. I mean, I didn't realize why I would be scared until you brought it up. Right. Why? Like, because you're leaving your body? Or no. Didn't you bring something else up or were like, you could get stuck? Or am I totally making this up? To me, it sounds like a great thing. Right. I, I wasn't aware that there was a downside. There. Well, there's interesting uh, books about it. Look, I just I was just talking to Joe Rose about this. I'm so careful that I don't want to sound like a complete loon on the I show. Know, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But green lights, man. Let's just see where this goes. I read this book called Journeys Out of the Body and we mentioned it a lot. It was written in the 50s by this guy named Robert Monroe. And he, uh, he Duncan Trussell, my far out uh, yeah, hip, hippie great. friend, told me to read it. And, you know, I love Duncan, and a lot of what he says makes sense, and I also try and be a little bit uh, on the other side, you know, just a yeah, little, little more, bit of a little skeptic. Bit, a little yeah. bit of a skeptic. I don't, I don't buy everything Duncan says, but I, I'm delighted to hang out with someone that does buy everything he says, being him. So I read this book, and there are some things that he wrote about that, that seem traumatic, like experiences that, again, science would say that leaving your body, out-of-body experiences are just uh, really, really vivid hallucinations, to which I say, Fine. It's possible to lay down and have a vivid hallucination where you think you're flying to the goddamn moon. This guy projected 
tens of thousands of times in his life. He has a foundation uh, in, in California, I believe, because he did it so frequently and could teach other people how to do it and stuff. And I'm reading books about how to do it. And there's all this different stuff. And the things that you would be afraid of all are like spiritual things, I suppose. You'd be afraid of like running into some sort of demon or something. I think. Really? This well, guy- and yet the thing that I'm ex- interested in, and I don't do many drugs really like um but the thing that i'm interested in doing is ayahuasca yep and are you familiar with yep yeah (laughs) yeah the guy talking about flying out of his body has heard of ayahuasca right Uh, big shocker i'm afraid of ayahuasca i'm i'm afraid and i still want to do it have you done the the other other hallucinogens It's like, it's like I pulled you over. How you said it. Yeah. And how he was kind of rubbing his yeah, forehead, was, dear listeners. Yeah, I was of kind like, of afraid. Are you going to go straight there, cool? <laughs> well, that's a weird way to go. Yeah, I have done mushrooms. How many times? Oh, no, not enough to even speak about. Like, So why are you times. pole vaulting into the world of the fucking hippie tropical jungle shaman drug that makes you shit and vomit? I know. I know. And I've done a lot of research on it. Because too. you're like a weird adventurous spirit. That's great. Yeah, and I just, oh, I don't know what I'm seeking, but I sure am l- looking. I'm good, looking good, hard. Good, good, I'm good, looking. good. Speaking of shaman, I had a, sh- did we talk about this already? Get into it. I forget everything. Hey, I, I had a shaman come to my house, and she was lovely. Did you invite her, or I did you just hear her. the jangle of chicken bones, and you're like, is there a shaman outside? Get out of here, moonbeam. I tried to think of a shaman name. I came That's up a with a great moonbeam. one. Get out of here, mud water. That's pretty good. That's like a slur for a shaman. Mud water. My name is Moonbeam. <laughs> he, put, he puts the mud water. I'm picturing some sort of spit concoction. Keep going. So why? I can't believe. Okay, I've had like. I'm the worst interviewer. You told why? me a shaman came to your house. And I'm like, let's think of shaman names. Just tell me why a shaman came to your house. <laughs> Please tell me. And then, and then you know what? We're going to get back. I want to talk about your lucid dream. Lucid dreaming. Uh-huh. Shaman. We're on shaman. And we'll go back to astral projection because that's that's pretty interesting. Okay. Maybe we will. Maybe. Maybe not. But we'll definitely get back to your, well, your I two mean, other ways of dreaming. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not going to jump around. I was going to jump to something else. We're talking about shamans. Can, I'm grounded in shamans I can write right down now. shaman. Go, t- go where you're going to go. Well, I'm I can write talk down about... Sh- Here's the thing. I can write down shaman. I can't write down what you're about to say. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. What are we, in a sweat lodge? <laughs> I can smell the leather of my ancestors. Maybe. That's a weird thing. Maybe. 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 Quinchil <laughs> whippers. Okay. Keep going. You're the well, greatest. Okay. Ayahuasca. I mean, when you're talking about astral projection, is this a hallucination? Are these... Uh, when people take ayahuasca, which, for those who don't know, is a a night medicine... Uh, made by shamans not like, in Peru. Not like NyQuil. It's, <laughs> it's an, you can take it. There's a day version. There's there's DayQuil uh, ayahuasca. There's Dayahuasca and Nyahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> there's Dayahuasca. <laughs> there's not Dayahuasca. <laughs> there's Nyahuasca and Dayahuasca. Free podcast? It's a free podcast. People write negative reviews. Get to it. Fuck you, it's free. You got Nyahuasca and Dayahuasca. You have the audacity to tell me that my laugh's annoying? Get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way, iTunes commenters. And thanks for the good ones, everybody. Seriously, I appreciate it. Make sure you Be sure to rate and, and comment. Rate. Yep, please. I actually don't read the... Go on. 
I can't. I can't I get anymore. sad. I get sad too. Even it's like it's nice. The positives are great, and I love the positives. Yeah. But then when that one negative you get one that negative, comes up, mm, you do it like mm, uh, when the fucking negative one comes up, up. I feel it like a bass drum, like a boom. Like I'm, I'm like, well, fucking Maya Angelou on the iconic class with Dave Chappelle, David Chappelle. I can't do it. My, I'm losing my voice. Yeah, he, uh, he said that. Don't pick it up. Don't lay it down. When it comes to criticism or praise, you can't take yeah. either. You can't take either. So that's why the majority of them are positive. But like, it's, yeah. it's nice that people like the show, and I like reading the of good course. stuff. Mostly like the emails and stuff, because nobody nobody writes a hate email. I don't think. Go on. I've changed. The well, somebody some. sort of did when I started talking about ancient aliens, just like really casually on one of the shows, and people uh, got really angry why? that I would have the uh, like just. That I would even think that it could, that it's just all, and, and by the way, that show is hilarious, and there's sure. crazy hairstyles, and I, constantly ha, everything ha, goes ha. back to, clearly it's because it's aliens. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, always, always. But there are really interesting ideas that are put forth. I would forth. feel like you're on the side of it's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and someone got mad at you for, for being on well, board yeah, with aliens? because... You know, I and very quickly, you know, and who tried to we're moving from one thing to the next, and it's what? not like I could fully explain. Right. And I, but also that said, if I fully explain that I, that I truly believe that we haven't figured out how the pyramids are made, and this, you right. know, we haven't been able to replicate it. Right, replicate. And except, so, except in Vegas. Except in Vegas, the Luxor. <laughs> <laughs> the Luxor was made by aliens, and by that, that. I mean immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> free podcast <laughs> it's a free podcast oh, okay free podcast God. so you said you know I get in trouble every once in a while I'll bring up uh, the pyramids and people will sometimes get a little testy and be like we know how the pyramids were made which is fine and people still you know they, That's fine. Maybe they we do. there's theories there's a lot of theories there's things, a lot of theories a lot of theories that I don't I'm not sure that the, they may it's just to have a tomb Right, you know, so there's well, a lot there are of tombs that point perfectly at certain stars and stuff. Although, if you build anything pointing up, it's going to point at some stars. That's Look, true. I'm I'm skeptic. That's true, and I'm in on board. <laughs> I know I'm the same way though. Yeah. It's like let's explore these ideas. Well, I'm very much into alternative history and alternative medicine, and yeah. just the belief that you know it's fact we don't use all of our brain. Yep. There are synopsises that. We don't know what they're for, but they they exist. Right. So that back to the idea of like a hallucination, or if that it's this intense. Oh yeah. What and then back to ayahuasca and back to astral projection. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I love where you're going, but I'm just saying this is what is it? Ten percent of the brain? Twenty percent? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever it is the eighty percent is this weird fucking shit that is like so uncomfortable that it, for people I think, but I think is profoundly very interesting. Yes. People t- tune out when you talk about dreams. Why? I don't know. Jim Gaffigan has a great bit where he says, like, for some reason when you're talking about your own dreams, it's the most interesting thing in the world. Someone else starts talking about their dreams. You're like, whatever, which is a, which is a very valid point. Huh. But if you stop and go like, hey, last night I closed my eyes and I vividly pictured myself living in the bottom of the ocean and your grandmother came up to me with fins and said the following proverb. You know what I mean? Like, that should be interesting, but we write it off as just like, Oh, your subconscious had diarrhea last night? Get out of the way. I'm going to fucking Jamba Juice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out of the fucking way, yeah. you fucking hippie. I want to take mugwort. There's, a, there's, a, there's an herb called mugwort. You can smoke it or take caps, capsules. Capsules? Capsules. <laughs> oh, windshield wipers. It's, Ro- it's, it's Robin Williams. No. Oh, windshield wipers. Give me a capsule. 
<laughs> Proper British Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, tea is better than coffee. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, mugwort is a, is an herb that uh, my buddy Chris Thayer, 500 Weeks, told me about that apparently if you burn some before bed, oh, you're going to fucking buy some. I can feel uh, it coming no, off I'm of I'm like you. so intensely looking at you. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll help you remember your dreams and it'll help you interact with your dreams. Isn't that crazy? Mugwort sales just went up like crazy. I should fucking plug something that they give us. I mean, us, they should like, send you mugworts. And fleshlights. <laughs> you put some mugwort he in a flashlight. for two things, people. He's giving you this free podcast. You know, of all the weird things I've ever done, I've never fucked a fleshlight. I'm going to be honest with you. And we'll get to your period. <laughs> don't worry about it. We will get to your I period. I still don't, I don't remember. It happens. No, no, no. Don't get to it now. Okay, we're okay, on a, okay. We're on a we're different a, path. You, so shaman. You, you, by the way, you remember. Do I, though? Yeah, well, let's get the shaman I remember when, when... My maiden hand was pierced, and I looked down at the... Your what? My maiden head, when I lost my virginity. Oh, your hymen. My hymen, yeah. Is that the Lao term for hymen? No, I think maiden head. I'm sure it's it's like Knights of the... Knights of the Columbus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was like BK Knights or... <laughs> PK Knights, British Knights. I'm sure it was like Jonathan or Jordan Knight of the New Kids on the Block. Oh block-in. my God! You got if, if I put a gun to your head and say come up with three knights, you wouldn't have done it so casually. That was amazing. <laughs> well you. done. Thank you. Uh, okay, Thank you, now, shaman came to your house. Shaman came to my house. I've been doing a lot of seeking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Searching. See, that's what I liked about what you said is that you don't. You, I look. I'm not going to apologize. I'm looking to, no idea what for, reading books about astral projection. I have friends over my house and I have to apologize for my library. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have uh, normal books. I have these fucking weird <laughs> books. But I, I went out with Kumail and Emily, whose picture is right over your shoulder. I see them now. And I told them, I was like, I'm reading this book about astral projection and I'm going to try it. And I was like, this will be my quest is I'm going to visit you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave my body, and like that'll that'll give them both this weird belief in like supernatural, new agey things, which you know neither of them are that interested in. And I said to Camille, I was like, "What percent surprised would you be if I come to your house and like push you or like pinch you or something?" <laughs> and he said, "All the percents." <laughs> he said, "All the percents." <laughs> All the percents. My friends are funny. My friends are funny. And Emily, Emily, who's, you know, a little bit more, I don't know what you want to say, uh, seekery? I don't know. She she was kind of like, oh, imagine if you did it. And then, like, they have this Bioshock toy in their house, and it fell over mm-hmm. the next day. So the day after I said that. And I had been trying to project maybe around the same time. You know what I mean? So I would like to say yeah. that I did project forgot, you know, because that's, that's what these books all say, that people do it all the time and you forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What a more interesting world it would be if I went to fucking Kumail and Emily's house, knocked over their Bioshock Big Daddy, went back to my body. It was so invigorating that I forgot. And that's the world we live in. That would be better. I think that would I mean, be more I mean, I like that more. And I like that, you know, it's a story. I'm so cheeseball right now of con- being connected. Yeah, right? Isn't that what it is? Of being fully connected with, like, your friends. Yeah. Well, you is it, there's kind of... you're always... Yes. You can touch. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's you know? these stories of, like, thinking about somebody and then they call. Yeah, Stuff exactly. Like that. People that, love stories like of that. Of course, that, that, that we all project. We always project thoughts and... and, and uh, intentions into yeah. the ether and that, that this right. is all. And again, I think that goes back to, you know, this idea of those intense hallucinations of ayahuasca, that everybody who 
does ayahuasca goes to the same place. Yeah, take take the reins. Take take, take me there. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. No, not at all. Tell me about ayahuasca. Well, the ayahuasca. What, what interests you about it? It only scares me. Go ahead. Well, and I think I was brought to it to this idea of like fighting. Why fighting a demon's like I need to do that? That's what I need to do. But that takes a special kind. I of need to find person. my ego that is a demon in, right. in ayahuasca yeah. land with a shaman to have my back. Like, if I may, though, there we love Harry Potter. We love all these stories of magic and mysticism. And then there are people like you, you fucking psycho, that hear about <laughs> that hear about real magic and real magic, like in your brain. It's like. Uh, it's like it feels like magic. I don't know if it is magic, but yeah. it's sure gonna fucking feel like magic as soon as you drink that weird root juice. Yeah, right. It's and then that it's root juice. So tell me, it is root juice. It, 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 it is a great Duncan Trussell. He's gonna come up a lot as long as we're in this weird zone. Yeah. They asked, uh, so some you know colonizers or whatever came to the jungle and asked the shaman how they. Because uh, ayahuasca is two yes. ingredients: it's bark and it's root and a vine. Yeah. And a vine. Yeah. So it's three things. Yeah. And they're not like from the same tree. No. So if you think of the jungle and of you think of that a, a, as your pharmacy and you're yeah. like, I have a headache. Oh, go find the blue thing. Well, how, how is it possible <laughs> that they knew that one and yep. that one and it wasn't something that would kill them? And that's what they asked. And the shaman said, do you know the, the punchline to this anecdote? It's like I have this weird fucking late night show and I have people come on. Do you have like a prepared anecdote? Oh, tell the – he said the jungle told us how to make it. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. How did you know how to do this? He said the jungle told us. So, yeah. Okay. I, it's so funny having Kumail over your shoulder because he's he keeps in my face uh, as I'm interviewing Kumail, you. Kumail, Kulap, two cuckoos, two cuckoos, <laughs> and Kumail is going. This is really fucking weird. <laughs> you, you really think that? Like Kumail, though, when we get liquored up, he loves talking about this stuff. He 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 doesn't believe in this silliness, the new, the new agey stuff, but he loves talking about it. So keep going. Well, I'm, maybe I should go back a little bit. Like I, I want to hear about the similar experience thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like everyone enters. It's almost as if you take this and you guys, everyone just turns on to the same channel, if if you will. Maybe those, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Spear Molecule, the uh, documentary, Joe Rogan's in it, of course. No, what but it, it, it I'm talks writing it about, down. It's a, it talks about DMT. It talks about DMT that's within. I know DMT. Oh, yeah. I've, n- I've never done it. I, I'm afraid, I know. I'm, I'm, afraid, I'm of afraid of that too. Spirit Molecule? The Spirit Molecule. It's weird the words Molecule. Molecule. You feel like in Britain they'd say, Molecule? You mean a molecule? How would Robin so, Williams do it? Uh, uh, windshield weepers. <laughs> the, molecule. In the movie, it's mm, spirit molecule. What is that, a line of moles? Get in the queue, you blind beasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you made me go back to a bit that didn't really work the first time. And you know what? I was delighted to go back. You opened the room to that cold, wet office, and I said, I'll go play in there again, if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, yes. I love Nutella. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking of European things. I like Nutella more than Americans. Oh, yes. <laughs> Give me a blood sausage. Oh, we keep the word blood in our food. <laughs> oh. How did you have your period? Through my vagina, standard I, uh, way through my vagina. The lining of your uterus came sliding <laughs> out of your vagina. I'm a woman now. The lining of your uterus came sliding down, down, down. You're a woman now. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> that kid died of HIV. One of the stories. One of the stories. <laughs> oh. One of the stories. Three letters took him to. We know which three. It could be STD or HIV. 
I'm gonna go with it, HIV. HIV. Probably yeah. HIV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was HPV. Three letters took him to his final resting place. HPV. <laughs> she explains in the rap. I saw a rainbow yesterday. You probably thought it was HIV, but earlier it was HPV. Rainbows. <laughs> it's the it's the short version. It's so short. <laughs> That's it. You're supposed to go for eight bars. I saw a rainbow yesterday. HPV. <laughs> Bam. Damn, damn it, Left Eye Lopez. Left Eye George Lopez. That's a character. Okay, uh, go back. <laughs> go, go, God. Oh, God. Left Eye Lopez tonight. Come on. Cool up. He's a truck driver. Two cuckoos. What? <laughs> okay, so they all go to the same place. <laughs> they all. That's interesting to me. Well, yeah. DMT, that, spiritual, uh, spirit and molecule. Yeah, they see it, it's it's similar. Yeah, it's as if these the what those the, what DMT does and what the synapses and in, in some of our nerves that it, it's as if if we were to think that it just switches to everyone goes on the same radio channel. Right. And for whatever reason, right? So there's so, something there. You know what I mean? I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't know anything for certain. Yeah, yeah. What I do know is that I've had a very um, traumatic. Uh, I had a traumatic childhood, and uh, as an adult, all the searching is for me to stop living in trauma because I don't. I don't anymore. I don't. I, mean, I live in a very safe and yeah, very happy goofy. environment. But I, when I get scared. Or when I feel doubt, I will go right back. Yeah. And I won't breathe and I'll tense up. You'll go back to your childhood. And 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 everything is bad when it's not. But but right. it's these familiar feelings well, that I get. This comes up a lot. The idea of tuning into different frequencies. You have that yeah. childhood frequency. Yeah. And then you're looking for other frequencies. There's the GMT yeah. frequency and there's the frequencies that you can yourself tune into without a substance. Yeah. And then there's the ones that you had as, as a child. Yeah. What was it going on there? The, um, my parents are from Laos and they were war survivors, basically, uh-huh. essentially. And um, like there refugees? Was, uh, refugees, yeah, yes. Okay, refugees. Yes, I was born in D.C. My parents are from Laos. And we, just from the get-go, just... Me, they they tried to raise me Lao in America. I just never. I always. I was so disobedient. I thought I knew better. I'd make fun of their accents when they'd speak. No English. Really? Yeah, we were always so contentious. Because, you, but that happens sometimes. There's, the, I forget what it's called, but sometimes Europeans uh, will migrate here, for example, and there's this ex- extreme uh, Americanizing of themselves where they won't eat their own cuisine anymore. It's some sort of phenomenon. It, it, it's, it's, they want so badly to assimilate and be normal, especially as a kid. Kids want to assimilate and be accepted anyway. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I've heard of people only eating McDonald's, but you, you were kind of Margaret Choing your parents. Yeah. That's a verb now. I Margaret Choed them. <laughs> um, you got Choed. I got Choed. Uh, I was so Choed. Are you cool with your parents now? We don't speak. Is that um, for real? That is for real. Because of Scott Ackerman? I'm kidding. <laughs> White is right. Um, he made White me is choose. Right. He made me choose. <laughs> Kulap's husband is Scott Ackerman, a, a white man. <laughs> no one is whiter. Um, <laughs> well, maybe me. I don't possibly. Know. Yeah, I'll be the mayonnaise. He'll be the Wonder Bread. That'll be together. So, uh, tell um, tell me why you really don't speak. That it's kind of sad. That it is. is sad. It is sad. Although, is it because you won't stop doing the impression? <laughs> 
Of them. Of them. <laughs> Whenever they try to talk to me yeah. about something serious, I'm yeah. just like doing like, horrible Asian accents. reconcile and you're like, uh, I don't And like a Chinese it. Asian accent. Yeah, not even, like not even them. They've been in the country now for as old as I am, which is 32, but I refuse. I just always butcher. I'm just FOB the they, whole time. They're here now. They're in Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. I thought you were from D.C. Well, I was born in D.C. Okay. All right. I'm tracking with you. So why no parents? Um, I've I had to put down. Weird. No, it's okay. I had them put down. I had them put down. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Don't a, make this weird. <laughs> he, had, he had a good run. Uh, you had um, boundaries. Yeah, none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they haven't. The, they don't respect them. Oh, they don't have boundaries. Oh uh, no, no. Uh, you know, and you know, it's not. What it's, does that mean? What kind of? There's so many boundaries you yeah, could be lacking. Sure. Um. Well, okay. Just even further. You know, in in Laos, it's it's no big deal to hit your kid. Hit. Yeah, that's just how you you discipline your kids. That's how you do. Yeah, uh, that doesn't really jive with <laughs> me. <laughs> like, yeah, mainly me. Me. That was um, so, so. Yeah. So there's that. There's me. So there's physical. Yeah. Abuse. But that ended, you know, pretty much fifth grade ish when I called the cops on them. Shit. So then that switched to uh, verbal or mental. Oh fuck everything, man. And so, so as we delve into this, me just trying to kind of put myself back together. You know, you were talking about astral projection. Sure. I'm just trying. What I'm seeking is just to fully be here with you. Yeah. And when I freak out, I'm still here with you, and I'll deal with that. Versus what I would do, which is Regress. remove. Yeah. Remove myself, and all of a sudden, and you could probably feel it too. It's, it's as if plexiglass. It's it's how I protected myself. It's uh-huh. how I. I got by every day. It's it's why I look and see where everyone, what the room is like. Because when I went home, I would have to know: is she mad at him? Oh, Are they yeah. mad at me? What needs to happen so that I am okay today? Right. And so that behavior, that's not my existence anymore. Right. But I would do that. Well, you regress. Yeah, I regress. Do you do that when people get mad now? Like, are you? Ba- I'm bad with conflict for the same reason. I'm. I've been working so hard. Yeah. On it. I mean, this last three years for me have been like i don't know like walking going through the fire i'm like this is horrible like all these like look the bad things that i do and really seeing what i do and like hating myself for doing that but like trying to push beyond that Mm. where i you know when i i'm not sure about like confrontation saying that i'm uncomfortable in that moment and not walking with it having these crazy conversations with myself yes and then maybe it is like, yeah, you know, that wasn't cool. But then oh, it's too late now. It's too Re- late now to talk about it. Real like, time assessment. Yes. The closer to the point where it went, bing, yeah. something's not right. Yeah. Or like, ah, uh, you know. And then also because I'm afraid of, I was so afraid of people. I didn't realize that, how afraid. Because I'm so gregarious. I'm like, hey, everybody. Yeah. what's? I'm so happy and I am happy. And it's not fake. That's not fake at all. Right. But at the same time, being very like to a certain point i'm gonna let you come in to a certain point because and i'm gonna let you do that because i think you might hurt me right because in my life the people that were closest to me hurt me Hmm. so learning that that's not truth and what's the responsibility that i have and then even that all that stuff that happened with my parents who were trying the best that they could they were human you go to alan i don't and i need i've been told sound like you do I've been told. Because that, that phrase right there, they did the best they could with what they had sort of thing. Yeah. That's part of the uh, healing sort of thing. I don't want to derail you. No, no, no. It just, no, it just sounded familiar. Yeah, and then for me to go, like, I, 
yeah, all that stuff happened. And, you know, we're just sort of sprinkling in all that happened. But, like, I'm 32 now. My parents live very far away. They live in Minnesota. They're miles away. I have to live in this. I have to, like, I'm responsible. And so regardless that that stuff happened, and sometimes I, I, I would just check out for, like, days. I'm just thinking about the weight of yeah. it all, of, like, being really pissed off at them. Yeah. Um, and, and wishing it was another way, wishing they were better, wishing and just so angry. And I don't want to live like that. Well, what are you doing? How do you how do you steer away from all that negativity? It sounds easy to get stuck in that mud. Oh, yeah. I mean, river mud, <laughs> river mud, mud river. My shaman, <laughs> my shaman, who uh, she's, she's well, a white lady from Vermont. <laughs> that, that's also the answer is your shaman helps you get through. <laughs> no, I mean. I, I mean, therapy. I, yeah. Okay. That was number one. It's. I, I'm hearing some therapy. Yeah, absolutely therapy. I started doing therapy when I called my dad. It's like me and Scott, we're we're engaged, Dad. Like, oh my god. And he was like, oh, that's great. You know, your mom, she's do, she's gambling again. And can you call her? Like, that's and what it, he said. In that moment, I was like, I can't. I can't. My fear has always been that I would repeat their behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, for the longest time, set my personality up as, like, the opposite of them. Like, I just ran the other direction. But then, you know, again, in these three years, I've realized how that limited my choice. Because I can't just be a reaction to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't fully be. That's not who, that's not truly who cool up is. It's just opposite. Right. Where's you- the self-expression in that? <laughs> you know? So, I, th- I had this fear that I would start repeating behaviors. My parents' horrible marriage. This, like dead horse that they danced around and made me and my sisters watch like i didn't want to do that to scott who's the best thing that has ever happened to me yeah i didn't want to repeat this and i hear myself sometimes when i sound like my mom and i would just i would just start to like self-flagellate and maybe i had something that i needed to talk about with scott but then I reacted in such a way that it became about that and not about the problem that I had or, or the thing that we should discuss as a couple. It just became... Because you regressed. I regressed. You, and you're not even going into your childhood self. You're also going into the persona of your mother. Yes. So much is fucking happening. But how fucking gorgeous is it that you're aware of that? That's a, that sounds like a lot of progress. It's been a lot of progress. I mean, I'm, that sounds great. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> so I've done, of course, therapy yeah. since, you know, about 07. Yes. And then I've done um, astrology. Okay. I've done um, heart astrology by a lady, uh, Heidi Rose Robbins. I know Heidi. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I would not be surprised. Heidi Rose Robbins? Yeah. I know Heidi. Yeah. Can we, before we get to astrology, can I put this towards you? Is the idea that uh, I I just wanted to hear more. We're never mad about what we're mad about. You know what I'm saying? Especially in a relationship. Yeah. So uh, you said something beautiful that I think is very helpful is the idea that Scott oh, God, you really got into some juice there. We're all terrified on some level, and I love my parents, about becoming the worst parts of them. Yeah. In fact, they're also, uh, when our parents get mad at us, I feel like they see the worst in them and us. That's why they start flipping out. So we're yeah. kind of like this, 
we're this love unit that also is this hate unit. There's also this other side of it that's like we also have shit and I have the shit of my parents and I get mad when I see it and I get afraid when I see it. When I start feeling you went to your female component, which works because you're a lady, I often go to my dad. If I'm with somebody and I realize that I'm like not listening or uh, mm. distant or detached, which is a, a shortcoming of my father sometimes when he's not at his best, I start getting really mad at myself. And like you said, self uh, flat. So flagellating? Flagellating. I wanted to make sure I didn't say the fart one. <laughs> wait, which would be... <laughs> wait, flat, now flat, am I... Flat, 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 wait, flatulence. 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 So, self-flagellating? So flat, flagellating. 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 Oh, Vag- now, now I'm really worried. When did you first vagulate? <laughs> <laughs> High five. Keep it light. <laughs> Uh, but but talk a little bit more about that idea, or, you may, or no, maybe you don't have to. Maybe no, you don't have to. It. I'd love There's to. A, when when you're feeling okay, so many things. First of all, it sounds to me like you have a hard time, like me, dealing with problems in real time. Yeah, something happens. And I also will put up the protective wall and be like, I'm just going to retreat because there's nothing I can do because I'm powerless. When really, we're not powerless. Yeah. We're grown people. Yeah. We're grown. We're yeah. almost the same age. You're a little bit younger than I am. But we can we can say, hey – in real time, and no one's going to hate us or abandon us for being like, I didn't like what just happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I feel like they might. I always go like, what's the point? Well, it's that whole thing of like trying to be good. What does that mean? Yeah. What am I trying to be? Perfect good? What does good it's mean? Exhausting. Is it exhausting. Is, is it good to just sit there? <laughs> like, I'll just like sit... I used to with people argued. Yeah, I would just sit there. I can get up. I can walk away. I don't have to take it in like a do you, sponge. Do you listen? Do you listen to this show? We say that all the time. What part? That was a huge breakthrough in my in my therapy. It's come up in the past like eight episodes. I don't give a fuck. But my therapist, I would tell him that uh, I had a girlfriend and we used to fight a lot, and she would uh, yell at me, and I would sit there. <laughs> I just said what you said. That's what I've been saying. And you, not only can you walk and leave or get up or or defend yourself, say what you're thinking. But yeah. for some reason, maybe because of somewhat similar upbringings, they sound very different, but also some similar uh, principles at work. I, I, I'm just like, what's the point? Just let them yell. Like, let yeah. them yell. And I turn into a little baby boy. Yeah, I the mean, su- with my mom, the game with my mom would be, you know, once she couldn't, the threat of me calling the police like that was entered in the scenario. Oh, you finally learned that, that card. Yeah. So that card. So then that the physical stuff was kind of removed. Right. Yeah. So when she would yell at me, what I would do is try to be completely detached and stone faced while she would just say awful things and awful things. And she would try to break me. And I would, in my head, I'm like, you're not going to break me. What a terrible game. So that, I was like, well, that only happened with my mom. (laughs) It's like, well, that was, you know, right. that can come up when I get really upset and I don't know what to say. And if I, you know, and that not, I know with Scott sometimes like what? And I'm like. Like, cause you shut you up. I you shut lock up. up. You I lock, lock up the shop. Up. And then that, again, that's how I like. You protect yeah, it. I protect it so that I, I'm detached. But I'm it's, completely... a, it's this like dry ground that you're locking the gate to that garden and it would be so much nicer to let, let, let some fucking water I mean, and it, sun in there, right? Yes. I mean, because I'm, have, doing, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. But to have what? Well, to, to fully enjoy life, to enter a moment with you, not like kind of as clean as possible. I'm not holding what happened maybe between us before right. or what someone else 
someone else maybe slighted me and, and I'm coming to you and I'm with you right now and I'm present with you right now and mm-hmm. I'm here with you. I'm not going into my head talking to myself. I'm talking to you. Right. That's what I want. I want and 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 because of that then I can fully enjoy life. Right. Like, I can really It's such a cliche, but that is the moment. That is a goal. I was actually yeah. just talking about in my own therapy today about trying to be in the moment and sort of stuff. I also do that thing uh, and this comes up on the show a lot, and a lot of people that I talk to do this, is the arguments with themselves, with with themselves, with other people, weird fantasy arguments. Oh, yeah. So much fucking mental energy is spent playing out every way a thing yes. could go. Oh, I do that. I, have, I do that so much. I'm trying to do it less and less, but then sometimes the trick, too, is that then you see that person, and yeah. you think that they've been on it, and yeah. you, you come at them like, oh, it's settled. It's settled because we had this like right. I had this full on talk with you. If it gets so elaborate, yeah, you think it's it's yeah. it's happened, and you speak as if points were said, right. and you're you know. Did you no. have a rich fantasy life as a kid? Ooh, yes. Yeah. I did. Well, I'm picking he, up on that. Yeah. <laughs> because I, because I think that's something. Okay. And I think that might be connected with the lucid dreaming. I can't believe you just went there. Where are we, Miss Cleo's basement? <laughs> because <laughs> what i was gonna say was talk about astral dreaming and talk about you and lucid dreaming and all that sort of stuff and and this weird spiritual seeking thing and also these childhoods where and i'm not trying to one for one my childhood my childhood i, I don't think can compare trauma wise uh, so please don't feel threatened that i'm like mine was bad too we only no, had sega genesis not i'm not gonna sega worry CD. that you're gonna take away from my yeah, trauma yeah. or that yours well, no i hope you didn't have to. yeah yeah there i i just had a fake argument where you were like what the fuck do you mean by oh, but anyway okay no. so i was just thinking today and i said this in therapy today one of the reasons why i'm interested in, in astral projection is because when i was a kid would go to like uh, a pool or something. We'd go to the public pool. And that was like the only time that I really got me time. So I was like, I'd get away from my family, which sometimes they were just horrible. You know, like they just didn't get along. You'd look at this group and you're like, what are we doing together? Why are we hanging out? This is ridiculous. We don't like each other. <laughs> not not all the time, but some of the time. That's how it felt. I just didn't understand. I, we saw other people and they seemed to get along much better than us. And then, <laughs> look at the fucking Greenspans. <laughs> the Greenspans have barbecues and shit. Anyway, so we'd go to the pool and then finally I'd have alone time and I'd swim around and it would be this like meditative mm. alone place and it felt like I was flying. So I said to my therapist today, I was like, I want to astral project because I'm like, because I feel like I already have. I used to escape from that sort of stuff. I used to escape. I'd go to bed at like 730 or some shit because I was like, yeah, life's a little much. You know what I mean? This whole <laughs> this whole tense, like you were saying, yeah. taking everyone's temperature. Yeah. How's mom feel? Is dad? How come dad doesn't seem to notice that my brother is really locking up and my mom's about to fucking flip out? You know what I mean? No one else seems to notice, yeah. and I'm the stupid thermometer stuck in the turkey of a dysfunctional family, and I'm sitting there and I'm about to pop up because the turkey's yeah. done, and no one else <laughs> knows. These analogies are making me hungry. <laughs> so uh, I forget where I was going. It's, it, it's exhausting. So I would go to bed at eight o'clock, and then I I learned how to dream, and I learned how to you know imaginary oh, on, friends. On, tell, on, tell me about that in your life. Bro. I mean, on top of everything of you, just what you were dealing with at school or your own. Yeah, that that's forget it's that so much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Ordinary life. It's a lot. 
I mean, not, nothing. My mother grew up in a fucking war zone in Lithuania, and yeah. but still, she and I can relate because I was like, it was kind of heavy. It felt I might as well have been in a war. She actually said that. She was like, I don't think our childhoods were that different. She said, Oh wow! And I was like, interesting, because you grew up during World War II. <laughs> so anyway, I'll be playing Sega CD because we did eventually get it. Anyway, um. So you did have a rich fantasy life. Is this kind of where your creativity comes from? I mean, your, uh, I your humor. My humor. Where's your humor coming from? My, um, at a certain point, my tactic was to make things light and to joke. And God, to, that's why we get along. That's what I do. Yeah, the that, family gesture. Yeah. One older sister. I have two much younger half sisters. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> They are 9 and 11 years younger than I am. 9 and 11. Never forget your sisters. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Free podcast. Free podcast. Lest you forget. Free. I have two half-sisters. They're 9 and 11. Never forget them. This is the best day of my life. I've been joking around with Eric Andre. Weren't we talking about yeah, Eric Andre? Yeah, Eric Andre just did Who Charted. Check oh, that's that right. Yeah, check it out. Episode uh, 901. I don't know. And uh, I was telling him how I think it's the funniest thing to declare you're having the best night of your life. I think that's actually very helpful and fun. The other thing is to tell people that they're your family. That's the quickest way to creep someone out. Is like, we're having, imagine if we were having fun and we don't know each other that well. Yeah, and I yeah. went, cool up, you're my family. You know what I mean? You'd be like, whoa, whoa. You're doing Back a Z's well. <laughs> hey, man. Pump the brakes. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, rich fantasy life. I'm I'm talking about your lucid dreaming now. Your is that a way that we escaped from the fam? You were I telling me so. about your sisters. Never forget. Oh, <laughs> and then I just forgot them. Isn't that just like us? Just like us, we're yeah. family. Oh my god, you're my family. <laughs> this is the best. Night. Like go on a first date and go. This is the best night of my life. That's ruined. Okay, because I hate my primary. You're, my you're the family I choose. Oh, oh! <laughs> I know you're kidding, but you're freaking me out. Forget my family. You're the family I, I choose. choose. Mm. Every time it makes my uh, fucking light stick crack. My glow <laughs> stick really makes me feel awful. Uh, okay, so your sisters and you oh. would play gesture, gesture. <laughs> and guess who? And uh, um, sorry. Uh, never pick, never pick a person of color. And guess who? You said that. That's I said that on the show already. You did. I love that. I've true. never been called out <laughs> on the show. <laughs> no, because I thought about it, and then um, there was a. Okay, no, I'm, this is not interesting. Cut that. No. Okay. <laughs> I like it. We can perfect this guess who bit. By the fifth time I do it, it'll be ready for the stage. Are you black? Yes. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> Fuck this game. Fuck this game. And Leroy? Really, Milton Bradley? How about David? My father's name is David. That was a black, a young black man playing that game and getting mad. No, I saw Kanye. And you. You saw a little a flash oh. of Kanye? Mm-hmm. Kanye. That was Aziz coming back. I, oh, I got that. Text me, Con. <laughs> Text me after the show. Text me, I want to get some lunch. He gets lunch after the show. It's a nooner. <laughs> okay, go on. So you're doing uh, a... Oh, no. I was... Because I was alone for a long time before my sisters... You're my family. ...were born. The family I choose. <laughs> so you were alone. What does that mean? Uh, well, my mom got a... It was kind of remarkable. My mom uh, opened a restaurant uh, really, you know, probably like f- uh, five years after she came to the, the country. She had a restaurant in downtown... Uh, 
called Diamond Tie, downtown Minneapolis, kind of near the Metrodome. And so um, when I... I was I would just play around the neighborhood. I would just like go next door to the the pawn shop, and I would look at things. And I would go to the to the next door where the Indian family owned. Uh, a, it was a travel agency, and then I, they'd let me take brochures, and I'd picture <laughs> myself like, going. Have you considered India? Yeah. <laughs> Stop pitching India. I told you somewhere near Barbados, Disneyland, Dubai. <laughs> Disney World! <laughs> Was that your mom? No, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm getting a very Sesame Street vibe. We got Diamond Tie, and your mom tie. is cutting up the pad knock. <laughs> the pad knock? <laughs> Sounds like something. Pa tie. Uh, You're okay. pretty good at the, the pod. There's a lot of pods. A, of, yeah. I thought, I thought the papaya salad was called pad knock. Pad, uh, no. No, that's uh, some thumb. Hey, some thumb. I sucked on some thumb until I was like eight or nine. Oh. <laughs> You're my family. <laughs> I love you. Don't leave me. I hate you. Don't leave me. Oh, <laughs> the new musical. So, okay. Then oh, yeah, you go to so the Indians. I go to the Indians. I go to the art store. I just, you know, pretend. Uh, there's a lot of pretending around uh, <laughs> Minneapolis. My mom would give me like deposits like bank deposits and i was like six or seven and she'd have me walk down to uptown like down and go to the bank and had them you bank were, deposits i just like it was a, i guess it was a different time you muled for your mother i muled for my mother and then very <laughs> soon i was a dishwasher at 11 i was a wait waiter oh really yeah i've been at a thai restaurant where like yeah. a, a small child comes out and is like can i take your order and it's like i mean i remember spilling it was just bound to happen this huge hot bowl of tom yum mm. on this blue haired lady in this like white sweater and it just was I'm at the table and then forward like and just me hiding in the bathroom like oh no <laughs> like just oh my like, god terrified uh, was it was she burned I think she was okay it's hard to tell if an old person's burned it is they're awfully wrinkly <laughs> free podcast <laughs> Come on, I feel like it's hard to tell if an old person's burned is pretty funny. <laughs> are you burned or are you just on the way out? Oh, no. Oh, no. Just tell no. me, did you sunbathe a lot as a younger lady? <laughs> <laughs> right, did the soup harm you or are you from Southern California? Which is it? Which is it? Beth, sweetie? Just let me in. Let me in. <laughs> let me in. You're my family. Oh, God. I choose you. <laughs> so you, you scalded an old person and, and hid. I scalded and I hid. There's like a lot of, yeah. Are you ke- keeping the tips at this point? I'm keeping my tips. I'm going... You to- are at 11? Yeah, I keep all my tips. Wow. I um, My parents taught me how to work, not to save. Uh-huh. Um, to, like I s- would always spend things immediately. Candy. Uh, I had weird ideas about fashion. Um, biker shorts and uh, and vests. Those are a combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's classic that's combo. That's a classy Blossom-esque combo. Yeah. Mayam. Mayam Balak? Balak? Yeah, that's why I bailed on it because I couldn't think of her last name. Bill- Jenna Von Oye was more my oh, speed. Oh, yeah, six. Yeah, she was a 10 in my book. Up oh! high, come on. <laughs> okay, up high. Kate, I looked at Katie. She's not, she wasn't no, into she that wasn't one. Into it. She was too kind young. of into it. She's yeah. She's too young. She's only 15. She hasn't had her period. She hasn't had her period and she works at a Thai restaurant. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know how we got here. Well, I was trying to look for for how I don't how comedy oh. dissolved uh, the tension in your house. Or whatever. yeah, basically. And then then my sisters were born, and then I became like a second mother to them. And so when they were asleep, oh and- wait, so this is your this is husband number two, not your dad. 
Yeah, I found out he was on my dad when I was 14. Oh. And that was is rough it, stuff. Is there a card for that? <laughs> <laughs> it just oh, says God. daughter over like a beach scene. And I you wish open it. my mom would hand me cards <laughs> instead of oh, oh, that talking was hard. to me. Like She yeah. told you. Yeah, uh, her, my, my mom, uh, they got on the umpteenth fight. And yeah. then I had the audacity to defend him. And then she looked at me and was like, he's not your real dad. Oh, in the midst of a fight? Stuff, stuff, stuff. Um, Where is real dad? Well, last I heard... This um, just got real Maury Povich or something. <laughs> this, this show has never taken this turn. You know, there's like a maze on the back of a children's menu. We've never gone into this corner. <laughs> I was a fool. There was a diamond or something. You can't get it. <laughs> oh, yes, you can't get it. <laughs> All the crayons are burned. So they can't even like... <laughs> well, tell me, tell me, what, where's Dad? He's in Laos. He went from, um, he came with my mom to America. Laos in translation? Laos. Okay. Keep it light. Keep, keep it, light. it light. Heavy topic. Keep it, keep it light. When my brain feels uncomfortable, it goes, here's some puns to pass the time. <laughs> you know, we need a spring. We need some sprinkles in this. Yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle it up. Sprinkle it up. He's in Laos. He's in Laos. He went from, uh, when my mom, she was like, don't you remember being two and you standing at the adoption when dad wanted to adopt you and you pointing to your real dad. I was like, no, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember that. And that's Wait, tell what how could that happen? Your your father your biological father and um, your mother. They split, split and then so then my dad now wanted to adopt me when I was two. And so there was a there was a court hearing. There was procedures and so, you know, they I guess they asked me who's your real dad and I pointed to him. But th- that wouldn't make sense you know what the mind can do is like again i was surprised at 14 when they told me yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. he wasn't my real dad in fact i always thought it was more like my dad than my mom so so uh, you're saying you were you like erased this memory yeah 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 and it, and it was crazy when it all came out because well it, i get why you want to do ayahuasca now like, i do you do you have like a weird journey to go on <laughs> I'm going to be there in a loincloth. It's going to be so <laughs> Will weird. Will you be my spirit Yeah, guy? I'll be sweating and eating a, a, a gyro. <laughs> and I'll occasionally do Robin Williams. Ooh, yes. I mean, we're jumping around, but um, I found out that my power animal. You have a power animal? It's a moose. Is it really? Yes. I've got a moose-ish. Is that what you're saying? They called could me you, moose. Could you be riding a moose in a loincloth helping me through my journey? Maybe if you hallucinate that, because I feel like you're going to have to do this shit in Mexico, and I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not leaving the country no, to watch you trip, what I trip balls. That's what I thought would happen. They did call me Moose at Bennigan's, where I worked for three years. Literally, I'd clock out, and it would say Moose clocked out. That's true. Shut up. That's true. Are you being serious? No, I'm being real. Oh, my God. We're in Miss Cleo's basement. There's going to be a lot of weird serendipities. Don't worry about it. I mean, as soon as I found out that Moose was... First, I was upset, because I was like, oh, man, I hope it's like a tiger, and then I'll get like sure. a cool tattoo No, you're or talking something. to a goat, and what are you, the dog? I'm a monkey. Monkey, that's but right. But see, I immediately was like, I'm, I'm cool with Moose. Moose is great now. I put How that... did you find this out? The shaman. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, we are jumping around. <laughs> we are jumping. It doesn't right. matter. It's so engaging. Tell me, tell me. Well, tell me. I put immediately put a picture of a moose on my desktop. Now it's going to be a picture of the moose and of Pete Holmes. Yeah, in a Bennigan's outfit. <laughs> Please, <laughs> oh, just holding Southwest samplers and also dropping the potato soup on an old person, and she's going. Aww. It's hard to tell if I'm burned. <laughs> <laughs> and Will the somebody world collapses. please Photoshop or draw that? Yeah, that's so already. That I can put it somehow on my putes. On your 
My computes. Your pits. <laughs> pits. My pewter. Your pits. Okay. okay. So many, many, well, I, many things. Where did we go? I really, so I honestly, because you're saying you kind of erase some memories. Yeah. That I also don't remember a huge chunk of my childhood. I think I, it's just I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. My brother was there and he remembered. So that it's not some huge trauma. I just chose to be like, yeah, I'm going to fast forward this stuff. I mean, I think the mind, I mean, for me, I know it's like, it wouldn't make sense. Like, why, why, this is my dad. Why would I have a memory? Like, I'm sure it was of convenience, too, of just like, well, why, you know, why would I think any different? And they, they definitely didn't want me to think any different. Yep. So, I'm a kid. I, I'm at the mercy of, of my parents. Yeah. I need them. I need them for information and amongst other things, you know? Sure. And I did. I did. Struck me when I saw two birth certificates with two different last names. I was like, "Huh, that's weird." But uh, okay, mom says it's normal. Wait, why would that be? Because yeah, I don't know why. I guess I got a new certificate when, when my dad adopted when he adopted me, and, and I took she- his last name. Uh huh. That's kind of so, a creepy marriage thing. Yeah. Right. They could have hyphenated it. That's not even an option. <laughs> and it's weird because then I found out later when I, before I saw the astrologist, I needed to know my exact birth date. And, and the time. And the time, right? Did you have I the- need the time and I didn't have, she couldn't figure out what the time was. It could be this or that. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to get my real birth certificate. Like, not a copy of, I want. Right. And I was like, what's, this is all in text because we're not really talking at this point too. This, so this is weird and I'm texting her, my mom. Um, and I was like, what's his name? She's like, Tavi Sock. And I'm like, okay, what's his last name? He doesn't have a last name. Okay, well, what did you use? It's like, what do, what do you mean he doesn't have a last name? Yeah. What does that mean yeah, yeah. he doesn't have a last name? Your fine. Dad's Bono. He's like, he took my last name. I'm like, what? What do you mean he took a fine? Like, Is your mother one of these mischievous dragons that won't give you a straight answer? <laughs> my parents, yeah. It's like, I... Nothing is straightforward. You learn from gleaning. I think that's part of the reason why I had to check what's happening. I had to listen for details, and I had to kind of put my past together because they were other. Otherwise, when they were not angry, unwilling to divulge things, and when they were angry, of course, it was to hurt. Like yeah, yeah. so God. it's this tough. You used to get info in the middle of like the heat of a of an argument. Yeah, basically. Yikes. Yeah, and when they were hurting each other or me, so it's like it so. Right. So, yeah. So my dad, my dad went from my father, biological father, went from Minnesota to uh, apparently to California and then got in trouble for like tax fraud or tax evasion, was deported to Laos. And as I understand it, he has a family in Laos. He's at least a son. But apparently I have half. He had kids in California. I have like half siblings. Really? Everywhere, yeah. And when my mom told me she felt really bad because I was destroyed, and she's like, you know what, this will, this will make her feel better. Let me connect her with her biological father's brother. Like, like, there was a phone coming at me, and I had to speak to this whole family. We've been wondering about you. We've been, oh, we, let's get together. And that get-together never happened. And I found out it's because my biological father was worried that I would want money from him. And so then this man I didn't know, didn't want anything to do with it, has rejected me. So, yeah, I want to do ayahuasca. Because <laughs> 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 a, a lot of parts of me have died in many places, and I just want it back. I want those pits back. And most of it has come back to me, truly. What do you mean? Through, through you were saying astrology as through, well? Yeah, and I think learning to be, like, confident about and trust my intuition, being confident, like... I'm not inherently bad. I'm not, 
you know washing away some of the some of the bullshit that got stuck to you yeah 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 because if i was good then they wouldn't have treated me that way right and i wouldn't you know what i mean that's that's the bad logic it's a bad logic so you were you were flawed you were fucked up you deserve it somehow yeah somehow somehow some way interesting that this void this anger that i have this dark void that that's something that um Ooh, all us friendly people have this dark void oh yeah (laughs) isn't that weird yeah tell me about yours Mine, I, I, you know, someone told me, uh, well, this grit, I don't want to jump into that, but I have, and I do realize how angry I, I am and how I just, it's this, 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 this big bank account <laughs> that I'm, that I'm constantly making deposits, no withdrawals. Hmm. Um, of anger. Yeah. Cause you have no way to let it out. Yeah. And if I do, it's excessive or uh, it's. What a I, fucking nice analogy, a sad analogy and a sad truth. I was yeah. just today talking about how to let that anger out. What do we do? What are we what, supposed to wow, do? Wow, yes. I want to know. Do? I mean, I, I'm, I have taken up boxing again. Have <laughs> you? Like, I have, yeah, kickboxing. And I'm trying to, again, be more in my body. So more of, hey, this, I'm at least trying not to deposit as much. Right. And like, well, what okay, does it this look is, like? I'm uncomfortable. So I'm going to tell you this now. And no, that's not okay with me. Let me, oh, so that God. helps with it instead of just, and I think I'm coming through I've just dealt with like my past, my parents so long. I think I'm really close to coming out on the other side of mm, that mm-hmm. and really going, what? I can use this to power me. It's not my definition. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't write history for me. I do that. You mean the future? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew yes. you. I knew you. What, uh, yes. what does that look like in, in your marriage? How long have you been married? Uh, we've been married since oh, it's almost four years, but we've been together for 13 Everything, everything was delightful, and it was the right reaction. (laughs) And now he's shoving the table at me. I don't know. I don't know what was so fucking funny about that. The way you sipped your coffee. But uh, four years, but we've been together for 13. And then you <laughs> sipped your coffee. It felt very much like the view all of a sudden. Or I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't diagnose what was so funny about that. But someone else listening also laughed. And they couldn't even see you. 13 years. Yes. So what does anger look like in your relationship? That is a big thing that I'm constantly looking for. The vocabulary, the tools to be like, hey, uh, you know, partner. <laughs> that sucked. I hated that. Or whatever. Instead of, like you said, throwing up the plexiglass and going, what's the point? I'm just going to astral project in this pool and get away from this person. I, I didn't, I, in my relationships, I didn't astral project, but I'd sure as fuck take a long shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, here's a tip, ladies. If you're dating me and I take a long shower, I hate you. <laughs> Listen to him. He's telling you who he is. He's telling you. Like a shower over 15 yeah, minutes yeah. is the equivalent of me calling you a, a horrible name or just, or just screaming and blowing up and really just. I, 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 but I don't have it. Have I've you found never it? It sounds like you're finding it. Or like that to me would be so scary because that would mean. Well, see. What about I, crying? Are you a crier? Now I, I've definitely in the last three years have allowed myself learning how to cry. Yeah, because but the, the great thing- Tom Petty song, oh. "Learning to Cry." Up high, up high. Okay, we haven't yet high five very down. well. Okay, good. <laughs> Tell me, go. Um, in well, the past three years, is me learning how to emote when I'm hurt and crying because that game me and my mom would play. Yeah, if I cried, I lost. 
Oh, Jesus. So, what is this? Like? And that's really bad for an actress, by the way. <laughs> if I can't emote, you know, I'm not a good actress, am I? Like, if I therapist- can't be hurt. You pointed that out to me. It was like the opening up of you in all these different ways will actually help you creatively. Because up until lately, I, I'm kind of like, oh, I can only play people that are, you know, removed a little bit, you know, or, or just only happy, happy and tired. That's what I have. <laughs> Is this character happy or tired in this scene? Well, no, they're devastated. They just watched their home planet blow up. Hmm. Maybe you should give this to uh, a woman, first of all. I don't think I'm right for Princess Leia. <laughs> It's free. It's a free show. It's a good show, and it's a free show. Um, Okay, so tell me about that. So you learned how to cry. How did how did you do that? I can't cry, and I don't say that in in the cool. I truly can't. Wow. I can cry at uh, music, which I believe is a very spiritual thing. It's it's unlocking something and getting me into a better, uh, truer place. And I cry at movies. Huh. And, if, and if I get really uh, drunk, then I can kind of get into that Irish melancholy where I can tear up. Never crying, though. Do never. You, do you, can you clock that you're sad? You clock that you're oh, sad, yeah, but you... there's not precipitation? Yeah. There's a chance of precipitation. Cloudy <laughs> <laughs> with a chance of meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> but the meatballs aren't coming. <laughs> My sad meatballs aren't coming. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a locking away and, and I catch myself from time to time really patting myself on the back. Um, I got divorced and, and a friend of mine was getting divorced and he got real fucking upset and was like, uh, really emotional about it, uh, that, that, that his wife wanted a divorce. And I remember kind of judging him. I was like, you fucking pussy. You know what I mean? When really you should be like, yeah, <laughs> It probably hurts real bad, but I'm like, you should lock that up in a cupboard with the with the vanilla, vanilla wafers. Yeah, you know well, I mean? so much of my, you know, was just me managing. I'm managing everything. Mm-hmm. All the energy of just like not not be upset. Keep going. Keep your head up. Yeah. That means you're weak. Yeah, you're weak. You can't handle this. Emoting. It's, it's just as they said. Just as your parents told you, you're weak. You're selfish. Get up. Oh, like, God. and that's the voice that you know. And sometimes it's like you got to go through it so that it's done. Right. Fucking well put. You ho- I, by, by not going through experiences, you break them into a million pieces that you store in surprising pockets of your brain. Yeah. So maybe you're in a fucking Chili's and you hear a Coldplay <laughs> song and suddenly you remember that you and your wife had some good times. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> We'd, we'd do so much better to deal with things in real time to go, that was traumatic. Your parents were fucking traumatic to you. Deal with it. Get get through it. It's yeah. strong. The strong thing, the strong man cries. The strong man cries. A new book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's strength. That's real strength. A real strength is, is admitting weakness, embracing weakness, not masking it. I'm always yeah. trying to like Tony Soprano. I'm not even trying to be a tough guy. I'm just trying to not be inconvenienced. I'm like, what am I going to cry? I got tickets to see Star Wars. <laughs> not five seconds. Bye you know, I auditioned for this part. Okay. <laughs> All right. So tell me how you did it. But, I mean, well, with, with Scott, it was just like, it's also me being like, what 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 does it mean to be a good and cool wife or girlfriend? Right. Like, that shouldn't bother me, so I'm not good. But then, but then by the way, it comes up, even though if I'm not going to address it directly, mm-hmm. it comes up with like, it, <laughs> it spoils the waters, if you will, of just like, oh, well... 
he didn't he didn't he got lunch and he didn't ask me what I wanted for lunch when it's not about that. It's about this thing that I didn't address right. because I wanted to be cool or the good wife. You, did, like, you touched on something uh, that TJ and I talk about a lot, which is the idea that we're both nice people. So then we will treat people nicely. But then secretly, like these fucking uh, <laughs> sleeper cells of, of being dicks, sleeper dicks, we call them. Yeah. Like sleeper dicks. And I'll speak for me, not for TJ. Be very nice to somebody like a like a girlfriend type, and uh, I will ask her what she gets for lunch or whatever. But I won't really communicate that that sort of thing is important to me necessarily. And then if she doesn't, ex- and not even lunch, something absurd, something above and beyond. And then if they don't do it back to you me, keep accounts. I keep account. I put a penny in the fuck you jar, yeah. and then next, you know what we're building up to? A long shower. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who the fuck am I? This isn't right. I should you should fucking deal with somebody as a person and go, I don't like that. It's also you you're having that conversation. you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Oh, and I you play it out. You, you play it out. And you're like, how dare yeah, she? All yeah, that yeah, I have yeah. done for yeah, her, yeah, yeah, she doesn't have the fucking decency to we, ask ah, what I want from Subway. Yeah. Like, yeah. You fuck you got a little Boston in there. You go to the Dorchester Subway, you know I like the way Sully makes the six inch meatball. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, cloudy with a chance of go fuck yourself. Free podcast. I uh, love that. And uh, so you relate to that. The, yes. the, the The fucking subtle art of kind people building up piece by piece. But there will be blood. One of my favorite movies. Uh, my favorite movie. He, talk, he talks about building up resentment for people piece by piece. And when his son turns on him in his perspective and becomes his competitor, he says, I should have known you'd be building up your hatred for me piece by piece. Oof. And that's what he's doing. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't deal with it in real time except when he's shooting his brother. He deals with it sometimes, but for the most part, he just goes, fuck everybody, holds it inside, gets enough money to disappear, and just hate everyone from afar. And then when you hold all that stuff inside, again, that goes back to, like, I just really want to enjoy the good. I'm so lucky. My life is wonderful. Yeah. And it's hard-earned. And I, I – let me enjoy it. Let me not hold on to those things. Let me breathe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one thing I really uh, – I did this crazy 30-week – there's this Israeli technique called the Grinberg Method. I know the Grinberg. I'm kidding. <laughs> Please tell me what the Grinberg method is. Um, essentially, and I'm going to be butchering it once again and <laughs> describing it in a podcast, but mm-hmm. um, it's a Israeli technique and mainly saying that we hold um, fear and anger in our muscles, in our bodies, and we don't breathe enough. And to really note, like um, she really pointed out, anytime like, I get scared, my left shoulder just goes... Whoop, Mm-hmm. And now, now I was never aware of it, but I do. It just goes just straight up to my ear. Mm-hmm. Of realizing, like that's that's a memory that I need to let go of, and basically learning to breathe. Like there'll be times. It's a lot of it was just like this Israeli lady just telling me to breathe and yelling at me to breathe and put my shoulder down. That was a big part of it. Yeah, but for thirty dollars, I'll for, tell you yes, to breathe, breathe and put your shoulder breathe, down just to be yelled at. Yeah. But when I get scared, I just stop breathing. When I'm not sure about something, I just stop breathing. Yeah. When I you know, my shoulders go up, really knowing, like, so then when, when I, that happens and I'm more aware of my body, I really was operating like um, my body was something that moved my head around. Like, there was no, hmm. I mean, I would I'd bump into things hmm. and just bruises, random bruises, because hmm. I'm not aware. I just would detach, you know? Hmm. And so when I feel those things that I do, I go, oh, I, if I hadn't realized it, I am scared. I need to really focus and let that go, and I need to breathe, <laughs> like fully breathe. So that's 
just kind of you guys look up the Grinberg. It's interesting method. But I, that, I've said this point on the show before, but it, you're also protecting your neck when you do that. That's evolutionary. Oh, yeah. It's a kill stroke. Another Daniel Dan Lewis Oh, Ruffin. God, that's really interesting. Isn't that weird? A lot of stand-ups will tense up their shoulders and cover their, oh my cover their stomachs and that sort of that's stuff. That's so interesting. No, that's why I always repeat it. It's one of, yeah. I, have, I have five interesting facts that I repeat. <laughs> you feel a little bit safer. You are a little bit safer right now if you put your shoulders up. That's why we're able to put our shoulders up in case some fucking renegade hawk is coming for your jug. <laughs> you see a hawk in the sky. If you didn't have your shoulders, you'd be like, well, it's been a good run. Back up from a jug, bro. <laughs> ah, you'd only have your voice to say, back off from my jug. <laughs> Dead. Dead because you don't have shoulders. Be grateful for your shoulders. So tell me, I, I completely, I don't think it's a coincidence uh, that uh, people with, with traumatic pasts uh, end up being a little bit more seekery, seeky. Uh, and I want to talk about your shaman and stuff. I want oh, to talk sure. a little bit sorry. about astrology. Why are you sorry? I don't know. That was, I guess, a Minnesota uh, bad habit. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Sorry? It's my fault. Sorry. Do you, wanna, do you, <laughs> do you wanna... need more space? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're doing great. Thank you. I'm, I'm, it's just interesting to me. It, it, it's, it's like you have things that need to be addressed. It's almost like you have... Memories that need to be confronted. That seems like an ayahuascan sort yeah. of thing. Some people in the research I've done of the terrifying drug cocktail ayahuasca is that some of the luckier people uh, are presented with three days from their life or whatever. So they see mm-hmm. and relive moments from three. It's like a movie. Mm-hmm. Three, but this happens to many, many people. Many, many people. And then they're all, it's often they also go on a little tour of their life, their past and stuff. And they all see this huge snake, which just sounds... Divine. What? Yeah, Alaska. It's the vine. Yeah, you see, uh, okay, the vine snake, a terrifying vine snake. We'll come in. Now, I'd like to be clear here. Uh, this snake is very real to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not cute. It's yeah, not yeah. Like, yeah. Apparently, he's enormous and dark, and, and then he he takes you. But like at the end of it, you're like uh, changed. People. I mean, many people who have done everything in regards to like heroin addiction and have yep. tried every route, they go there and for whatever reason, yeah, done. Yep. People have uh, it's it's classic uh, snake water. Is that what they say? Snake oil. Snake oil. Because it, because it is one of those things that you can say that it cures anything. Yeah, that's true. But but you let, go see John of God. You went all the way down to Brazil to see John of God. Right. It doesn't you know? Right. Who is that? Uh, he's this um, healer in Brazil where people kind of like last ditch effort. You right. Know, medicine like in, uh, isn't working. Andy yeah. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, basically, yeah. and you go down there, and he—it's—it's it's almost uh, like he's—it's a bunch of people, it's crystals, and he, apparently hmm. he cures people with very. Sometimes he'll like make very uh, rudimentary like incisions in people's faces and stuff with like very like blunt objects, and somehow removes cancer or whatever. But for whatever reason, right. people come back changed. Right. Well, I, well, or I'm, healed I'm or interested what? in like uh, the process of the whole belief process. You go, there's this guy right there. Okay, so if you're the type of person like me and you go, that works, right? So okay. you're, already, you're already healing yourself at that point. You're yielding. You're creating you're faith. You're yeah. surrendering. And you go, I can be healed. And then your body, I think on, some, on a cellular level, is probably like, yeah, we can be healed. Yeah, we can probably heal ourselves even. 
we made this shit. We can probably get rid of it, too. Yeah. And then by the time you get to Brazil and you get through customs and you see what a Burger King tastes like there. And, and you, you have to buy white clothing. And you buy, yeah, clean white clothes. Yes. So you get in there and you look, you don't want to stand out. You can't be wearing a. No, they won't even let you do that. A Who Charted mm-hmm. t shirt. No, that's a blue thing. Well, check it out at earwolf.com. Well, God. Ackerman! <laughs> earwolf.com! I'm so sorry. That is that is my impression of Earwolf. It just sounds so severe. Uh, we're the, we're nerdists. Buying t-shirt. Earwolf. Buying t-shirt. Yeah, there you go. I like the way. Oh, you're terrified. So, yeah, but the idea that the body can heal itself, and the, you know, I always go to that uh, example that they say people that were prescribed every 15 minutes. You have to tell yourself, "I'm getting better in every way, and every every day, in every way." Do yeah. get better. Okay, yeah. so when when I hear about that healer guy, I'm kind of like, it's the process. I, yeah. There might be something happening with him, certainly. I'd like to believe so. Sure. But there's also something about doing something where you're like, I bet if you convince yourself that if you ate a banana off a tree in the Amazon yeah. that you'd be cured, that also might help. That might. I mean, I do, because I do think the mind is so powerful. I mean, as you said, it's like we can induce disease through worry and through stress. Sure. And so what can't we... Well, people are... No one will contest that. Yeah. If you're like, if you walk around with stress and negative feelings and you get something, people yeah, are like, IBS. I, I know yeah. why you have IBS. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fucking uh, Brad. Yeah, like, yeah. if Brad's going around talking about how he's going to get sick all the time and then Brad gets sick, you're like, wow, he was always talking about it. But if someone walks around talking about how they're going to be well, they're, they're kind of like, what are you, a widow? <laughs> what are you, hey, what are you, a widow? So let's talk, tell me about your shaman. My shaman. My shaman was out of a recommendation from a <laughs> friend of mine. Shelp. Shelp. Right. Yelp for shaman. Yes. <laughs> you got it before I said it. You got it before I said it. It got three out of four chicken bones. Okay. Second, <laughs> second, second chicken bone reference. It, oh, and it said his long fingernail was very tasteful. <laughs> I'm picturing a long, one long fingernail. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, How do you? So your shaman recommendation. Yeah, and she. It was, what did that? What did that sound like? You got to try my shaman. <laughs> okay. There's a she, don't. There's kind, a, of, kind of in a way. She's like, I saw the shaman, and I was just the idea. Why did they see a shaman? She was coming out of a, a, a breakup, I think. Yes, she was coming out of a breakup uh-huh. and just kind of like, what, where am I? And she knew somebody who had seen her. Okay. And so my friend told me about it and she's like, she's like she told me about her journey and there was a guided meditation um, and her, her spirit animal and she found her spirit animal. And I'm already sold, by the way. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll find out what my spirit animal is. Yeah. And I can find out that animal and then I can get, put it on a mug or and like put a it on your desktop. Oh, on my desktop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holmes on. Yeah, 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 I mean like as simple as that. But then she's like, she looked at me and she started tearing up. She's like, because she knows my story. She's my friend. She's like, oh my God. She does something called soul retrieval. You need to do that. That's why we're talking right now. You need to do soul retrieval. And I was like so struck in that moment with her when I was locking eyes. I was like, I need, yeah, I do need soul retrieval. (laughs) Like, I need soul retrieval. I don't don't think there's anybody, I think, I don't know about Katie. I'll speak for me. I'm like, what, can you retrieve some of my soul? (laughs) I think think that just sounds like, first of all, it sounds like a band, but it also just sounds like something we'd all like done. Yeah. So tell me what soul retrieval is. Well, it's essentially she, um, she, I guess, yeah, so she laid me down on, um, like a massage table. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, the, what I need from you to do is if you have a thought, acknowledge that thought, but just let it go. Don't obsess about it. Um, and just breathe and, uh, close your eyes. And she, um, chanted, she, uh, 
touched and blew parts of my body. There was a drumming. There was like bells. There was. Uh, Is this all? She does all of it. Yeah. So she'll be massaging, and then she's like, "I'll be right back with the bells." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever at any point hear her like fumble for the drum? And then open one eye, and just kind of like, <laughs> like it's going so seamlessly. She's like, mm-hmm. "I gotta get the drum." <laughs> B- BRB. <laughs> <laughs> BRB. Just breathe. Where's that bell? My favorite bell. It was like a set for her. She did a set. She was like, it was a pretty good set, but I fucking couldn't find my favorite bell. So she played the drum. You were on board immediately. You didn't have to shut your I, By the way, off. when I... When because my friend had a good experience with her, yep. and I opened the door, and I'm like, "On board, let's just go." Green like, lights, yeah, green lights. We call it green I, I'm lights. not, I'm not pay. I want to have this experience. I'm, I can be a skeptic later. Right, I can assess it as I did later. But yep. now let's go in. And well, the first thing she did was like a guided meditation. She, she actually started with just talking mm-hmm. to me about. She did a journey about me before she met me (laughs) she went and saw the band journey without me but thought about me (laughs) and then a a spirit animal you turned my terrible joke into fun (laughs) so she went on a journey yeah and then she's like what does that mean she went on like a meditation about me and then a fox told her Okay. About me. We have definitely <laughs> we're on the children's map right now in Is the maze. Time to go? No, no, no. To go? There's never a time to okay. go. Okay. <laughs> well, she she likely she a fox. She, didn't, a fo- she told me later that a fox. <laughs> it was a fox that told her about me. A spirit fox or yeah, a, a spirit not fox. an actual fox. So she hallucinates this fox. She goes into she goes into a meditation. Yep. And so and then a, a spirit told her and the spirit happened to be in the form of a, a fox. Yep. Told her about me. Told her. You know, just kind of, she's kind of first started describing what type of person I am. And then as soon as she's like, I saw you in, I saw you in my journey. And then I saw you. You hadn't met yet? We hadn't met yet. And the weirdest thing is when I opened the door, she was like, mother. But then, you know, you could say, I'm always looking for mother. I know. What do you but mean, mother? She, there was this such. Oh, you felt a, the motherly yeah, attraction? Yeah, and it was like, I felt just like there was no, we're, we're, it was just immediate, like. Bond. Bond and I felt really secure with her, and there was this motherly love, um, the 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 love that I had heard of, not the one that was uh, that took right. away from me. She didn't start like yelling at you. She was like, "Do yeah. stone face." I have some shit to yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> and and as, she's, as she's yelling at you, you're like, "I paid for this. This is a soul retrieval." <laughs> and I didn't question it. I immediately did stone face. <laughs> Easter Island, here I come. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So she, but, you yeah, felt it right felt, away. And then, but, oh yeah. And so then she was like, I saw you in my journey. I saw you um, ru- go walk off and go, go into a cave, hide mm-hmm. into a cave. What do you think that's about? I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, here we yeah. go. Let's get into it. Yeah. And she you said told some, her about your past. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, she talked about the work and what I really like too, of just saying that this type of work, the, the shamans believe that there is no time is, there's no time. It all is all on itself. Happening. Pa- yeah, everything is happening. Slaughterhouse five style. <laughs> yes, exactly. Vonnegut. Um, <laughs> and so 
so that the work that I'd be doing with her would not only heal me, but would heal ge- future and past generations. Isn't that funny? When I was super Christian, we used to say, you can pray for your, God is outside of time, so you can pray for little you or whatever. Be like, please comfort me at that time or whatever. That really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, sometimes I feel like Christians rob themselves from some of the more trippy aspects. You, you, yeah. That, that's not a violation. So if you're a Christian and you're listening to this, go ahead and uh, pray for little you. There's nothing unbiblical about that. Isn't that weird? I, but not too I many, didn't know that. Not I, too didn't, ma- I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a theory. I mean, yeah. it's just a theory, but but it's not outside of the God in the Bible. Yeah. You could say wow. that. So go. Well, yeah, and that made that me kind of the idea, idea you could that, comfort your old self. Yeah, and then that wasn't about blame, like mm-hmm. blaming my parents or blaming my mom and stuff, too, that it was about. And I, I really like that idea that maybe I could help my mom from afar um, because I have a hard time when... I revert to like wanting to fix things and want to help and then being angry and then feeling that she's taking from me because she wants to live vicariously through me. But then, hmm. you know, it's like, so I, 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 I have put some really big boundaries. And so I, I love, that was a very pretty idea. A very like, Oh God, that'd be great that I could heal. You know, I could stop this curse, which I know I'm being dramatic of, you know, like the relationship, a mother daughter relationship, mm-hmm. and if I have a kid too, like this, this is all you, go, you, you know. break the cycle. Yeah. See, again, that's another spiritual concept that I feel like uh, a lay person or just like a non spiritual person also is okay with the idea of the sins of the father, the idea that uh, my father was divorced when when he was uh, younger or whatever, and I got divorced when I, you know what I mean, and I didn't yeah. even know he got divorced until I was already married. And it was just the sort of thing where it's like, oh, we're, we just keep repeating the same shit. Until somebody goes, hold the record. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, stop it and does some sort of weird yeah. work that a fox told them to do. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a hallucinated fox to break the traditions I of mean, uh, misery. You know? Right? Yes. So you went into a cave because you're a, pr- a guarded, protected person. Yeah. And then she plays her drum and her favorite bell. Yeah, and she, she plays her drum and her bell, and it, it is a guided m- meditation. Right. That was the first half of a guided meditation. She was like, we went down in a cave, and I went to see uh, what my secret garden is, you know, yep. and where my seat of power is. And that could be your, ma- and that very much is like your imagination. And what's cool about that is that she taught me how to go there, and I can go there. That's like mine. A, it's like a place. Yeah. It's a happy place. And I can go, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, then she would have me come back the way I came mm-hmm. um, through the same forest, through the same place, you know, that she described. And then we'd talk about it. <laughs> and then from there, she was like, I don't normally touch people, uh, but I think you really need to. Let's do the soul retrieval you for just, you. <laughs> like, you open your you, eyes. Yeah. She's just fondling you. <laughs> like, um, what the That's fuck are you doing right soul. now? <laughs> <laughs> She so she touched you. She and, and it wasn't like real like massage. Then then it was the soul retrieval section. That was the second half of it, and it wasn't like full. always close with soul retrieval. I mean, right? It's hard to follow the soul retrieval. You exactly. you open with fucking guided meditation. Sure. You go. I saw a star fox. Yeah. And he told me this. And, but the finale. And then uh, now I'm going to retrieve some of your soul. Thank you. What does that feel like? What is that? That was like? interesting. First of all, good for you for even doing this shit because I don't know if I would ever do it. So hearing the story, I'm really. You know, I'm paying for the full seat, but I only need the edge. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt, you know, and I, I do, you know, I talk to my friends about it. They laugh at me. Some of them are like, oh, that's good. And most of them love me enough to go, God, whatever works for you, Culp, if you feel happy. Yeah. But I do think about, like, 
you know, what you were talking about with the John of God, I'm thinking of like just the power of intention or the power of surrender or right. the sugar pill, the placebo. Right. Placebos um, work. Yeah. Yeah. Placebos work. Yeah. That's, that's why they give them to people. But, and I want my soul back and I want, right, so right, I'm going right. yeah, perhaps I'm feeling these vibrations of stuff yep. coming back so you, and, and the power of suggestion is so strong absolutely so but who strong. but okay so either it's a supernatural phenomenon or it's a, a, a it's kind of like what we were saying with astral projection either it's some sort of hallucination that sure as fuck feels like you're leaving your body or you really are leaving your body really who cares yeah either way i'd like to figure that out and either yeah. way you wanted to feel what a soul retrieval felt like yeah and did you vibrate is there vibrating i i felt the vibration of the bell like as if like um so she's like water was ca- cascading over my body and she was saying that she was bringing a lot of she's brought a lot of my spirit back in but a lot of the bad was going out Mm -hmm. and she supposed this that um i did mention my my left my left shoulder she says that when my dad this was told to me when my um my biological father kicked my mom in her pregnant belly that he hit my shoulder. Yikes. That sounds and like so that was like a yes, she could have pieced she could have pieced that together, but at that time I was like, Ugh. like, you know, like yeah. oh It was man. moving. It was moving at that time. Okay, I know she could have pieced that together. I know. Sure. But I was like, oh wow, like and you know, I think for, like just to really understand my parents too, just like again, like what they what they went through mm-hmm. to get to where they are and all that was happening, you know, to them. I I have to have compassion even if I can't I can't love them like how I fully love Scott or how I fully love my friends, you know? Right. Like I I didn't I came th- I'm not I came through them. They're, you know what I mean? Like it's and I also have to honor that too. So, I, yeah. Well, that's one of the fucked up things. I was just saying that to a friend last night where I was like, you can't get away from your, the fact that your family means more than other people, which sucks because sometimes your family are a bunch of assholes. I'm not talking yeah. about your family. No, they're assholes. Okay. <laughs> your family sound kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of your family. I didn't say that. <laughs> but the idea that. I choose you, though. You're, 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 you're my family that I choose. <laughs> if your dad sucks. It, you want to write them off and be like, well, my dad sucks. But unfortunately, somewhere in your subconscious, you're kind of like, I really wish that guy who sucks would like me or love me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gets hard to get rid of that completely. Yeah. And I think part of it, too, is I was trying to, um, you know, talking about crying and talking about, like, not getting down yes. and dealing with stuff is just, like, me trying to pretend, like, it wasn't what it was mm-hmm. for so that I could move forward. Like it wasn't as bad as it was. It didn't affect me that much. Just water under the bridge right. and doing that. And that's, well, that's a survival mechanism. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. Because like people of, of yesteryear had to be like, our castle wasn't burned down. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's, let's keep moving forward to this empty field. Yeah, who cares about our homes? This empty field with these rocks looks pretty good. Chim chim cherry, chim yeah. up. <laughs> oh yes, the open field here. This is just as good. Home on the range, yes. Oh, that's not even that's not even British Robin Williams. That was just regular Robin Williams. Oh yes, sir. Who cares? Repressed memories. Oh, there's a fox. He's telling me to go in a cave. Yes, sounds pretty weird. <laughs> Well, this this has been a true delight. Thank Can you. I ask you one final question? Yes. When did you get your period? <laughs> 12. 
12. It had to have been 12. It was yeah. 12. It's 12. Yeah. I got my period earlier. I developed earlier. You don't remember where you were, though? I'm sure. When, when the old cold. blood faucet turned on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when I, the dam broke. broke. <laughs> I don't know if it's a faucet. It's more of a, a leak, a leaky thing. I don't know. It's more of like a sludgy sewage. Really sludgy sewage. Pipe. Like like. Not like your, your oh. vagina sneezing. No, don't you? Hachu. You know that's Ha-choo. that was that's an area that I visit. I like that area. Don't ruin that. Next time I'm there, I'm gonna think of a sneeze and a fucking oh god, a oh. bloody nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. You did are. I get weird? Yeah, you sure did. You sure did. But you know what? I set the table. You just brought the ham. <laughs> I, I, I kept bringing you back there, and I was like, the period, the period. And you're like, all right, bloody nose. Kulop, thank you for doing it. Hit one. One. When I let you do it, you nail it better. We end every episode by saying, uh, the guest saying, keep it crispy if you want to. Keep it crispy. I knew you would. I mean, if you're going to let some weird shaman retrieve your soul, you're probably going to say, keep it crispy. (laughs) All green lights, Kulop. Thank you for doing it. Thank you. Bye. 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 Now leaving Nerdist.com.